going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Hold up. And that's you. New, 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 new For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome. Welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. New, 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 here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, we ready to go back in here on a Monday. And shout out to the Raider Nation in the building. Shout out to the Raider Nation in the building. We back in here. Somebody said we rising from the ashes. We rising from the ashes. It is not how you start. It is how you finish. And gentlemen, we are five and seven. And potentially are looking at some winning games coming up here. We could potentially, you know, I mean, we could make a little push for the playoffs here. Playoffs. Playoffs. All right, CGA back in the building, man. Thank you, man. We had a wonderful weekend. By the way, um, we had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I had my weekend off and I was, you know, doing what I do was at the Raiders game. And I don't know if y'all know. I don't know if y'all know. Um, I basically was on the screen. I was on the big screen in the Legion Stadium in front of 65,000 people. CGA represented, of course, members of the coach gang were there. People bumped into me, recognized me, and we had some fun. And um, I was on the big screen. Nobody recorded it. <laughs> Nobody recorded it. All right. And so I was picked out of the audience. Um, it seems right here. My stream is doing all right. Um, nobody, nobody recorded it. And um, <laughs> I was like, nobody got a repeat. I saw people recording it, but then I don't know what happened. So anyway, um, I was down kicking it in the uh, win the wind suites down there where, where all the high rollers are being at all the high rollers were down there. I wasn't on the kids cam. <laughs> they asked me a couple of questions. I won a prize. I won a dinner at the win. Um, and I won some dinners to a show in Las Vegas. And, um, I was down there kicking in with all the high rollers and the flatbacks. And, um, I showed my members live stream yesterday, um, a little bit of that. And I'll show you a little bit of that on my Instagram. So I had a good week, by the way, this is a podcast. This is the podcast format. Just so you know, um, as you can see here, what do we got here? Let's go to the story. As you can see here, that's me down there, uh, down there on the field level. All right. After answering the questions, they let a brother down there on the field level. So I had the best seats in the house and all of that. And uh, as you can see, there's CGA right there down there on the field. After I got on the big screen, the Titan Tron. Titan Tron. So I got on the field level down there. And of course, you guys know when you're getting down there, there's going to be flatbacks everywhere. And as you can see, there were flatbacks everywhere. This is going to be my this was my sweet mate. All right. The entire time. And yes, you know how it went down. <laughs> you know how it went down down there. Uh, there was no there was there was only a few. There was only a few Mastodons. There was only a few Mastodons down there in the big money section, as I've been proving once again, where there's money, there's not Mastodons. <laughs> when there's money, there's not Mastodons. There's not big women, although a big woman did bowling ball me a little bit, but she wanted a, she wanted all that flavor of CGA. I had this big Mastodon Chicano uh, chick. She was all over a brother. She wanted me. <laughs> she wanted me. And of course, the flatbacks were around there. There wasn't a book. There wasn't. Listen, when money where money flows, there is not big hoes. Mm. <laughs> right, there's not big hoes. I don't care if they look, you know, stock factory issue. They are not going to be big. All right. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> yo, we got a great show up today. What do we? Let's put the let's put the things in the background there. Uh, right there, top topics. Right there are are women the black man's weakness. Speaking of. Uh, we're going to show you some brothers who are struggling. All right. We're gonna, why do we struggle so much with women? 
we struggle. We struggle a lot with women. It, it ain't and it ain't because of simping. For some reason, we wear it as a badge of honor. It's like the old um, it's like the old uh, what what's it called? Uh, the old Casanova thing. We all think we're a Casanova or a pimp. And we always use women as a source of validation. Where does that come from? I need to do a deep, deep breakdown of this subject matter. All right. And we always want to show just like I just did show that we got the best hoes. You know what I mean? We got the finest clothes and the best hoes. It's the old pimp thing. You know, everybody thought they was a pimp back in the day. We need to do something like that. <laughs> Somebody said the 11th finger. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, we also talking about uh, social credit score. New, 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 new world order. Uh, we're also talking about overweight uh, women that want a second life in America. There's, there's some overweight women that got something to say for y'all brothers out here. We got to talk about the rise of ethical non-monogamy in the building. The rise of ethical non-monogamy is coming back. It is coming back. I mean, listen, I've talked about this as well. Poly, and it's mostly going to be polyamory, although we're more of a polygynous men. It's in our DNA. And then I also told you about women are not polygynous. They're not, they're not um. They're not monogamous as well. They've been participated in forced monogamy, and you should see a cartoon by CGA to reinforce this point. And then James Cameron, James Cameron, new, 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 new world James order. Cameron is out here saying testosterone is poison for young men. Yo, man, look, the war on masculinity. I don't know if you if you come on to my show and you disagree with me. And you don't believe that there's a war on masculinity. By the way, the war is almost over. It's one. It's it's basically only a few of us fighting left. It's only a few of us fighting. All right. And it's only a matter of time before we get got. <laughs> I mean, we're going to sound like idiots in the next five years. If you're still talking about the war on man in five years, what? I mean, what are you talking about, man? There's a, there's too many limp-wristed, limp-wristed tippy-toe-ass men around here. And there's too many big, fat Extra crispy buffalo chicken, two liter Pepsi Cola drink it. All right, anyway, there's too many of y'all brothers that are con totally content with life. This is just actually a reprehensible behavior. But do me a favor, hit the like button on your way in. We got a great show. All right, my stream yards, my stream yard is tripping. Y'all saw behind stage getting ready. I was prepped up for some reason. But um, anyway, let me acknowledge the earlier contributors to today's show. This is what we do. Because this show is, uh, you're responsible for having this show and pushing this show forward because you can't say what I'm saying because you work in a corporate job or you're trying to maintain your clock in, clock out job. You can't just go off on the feminist at your job. You know, they'd be like, oh, girl power all in your office commi committing misandry like crazy. And you got to sit there and eat it. You got to be like, mm. <laughs> you wish you could say what you, you wish you could say what CGA says. Uh, you, and then you got to go home like the old racist black man. Remember this. <clears throat> you guys don't remember the old racist black man. Like he doesn't exist anymore. Maybe he is, but he's older. You know, he's the guy, the Democratic fish fry guy. All right. The old racist black men are now in their 70s. They used to be in their 50s. Back when I grew up, they were in their 50s. And he used to come home every day from his job, mad as hell. Like, he'd be mad at white folk all day. And Chris Rock even did a skit on this. But I actually had a grandfather who was the old racist black guy. All day, he got to deal with them crackers. All day, them white. He called them all kind of names. Pecker Woods. He be calling them all kind of names. Them Pecker Wood, old white, devil, she devil, cracker. Crack, he calling them all kind of stuff. And then at his job, he's shuffling and sniggling all day. All day he come around, oh, yeah, at my job here, Democratic Fish Fry. <laughs> How you want me to do this? And he's shuffling all day. This is what he looked like at his job. All right, this right here. 
This is what he, where, where's my, oh, this is what he looked like. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah, that brother, he, all day, he driving a cab. Oh, where'd you like to go, Mr. White Man? Oh, yeah, Mr. White Man. Hidey, 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 hide. Hidey, hoody, hoody, ho. Heedy, 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 he. All day. <laughs> soon as he get home, soon as he get home. Oh, the racism. <laughs> the racism. You ain't seen that much racism come out of a person, not a human being. You're like, yo, what's wrong with you? What do white folks do to your ass? <laughs> like white folks can't be that bad. And guess what? <laughs> oh, hunky. Yeah. That old hunky cracker. All of that shit. Yeah. Abba daba baba the daba the daba the daba baba. All of that shit. He come home. Oh, unleash a fury of racism. And you're like, whoa, as a young kid, you looking at him like, Lord, what's wrong with what you scared of white folks when you go outside? You're like, white folks going. White folks are evil, must be. Now, you know who that is today? That's men. Men, that's you. Hold on for a second. And that's you. <laughs> you are the modern-day old black male racist. Because now, all day, you got to put up with the human resource department at your job. Right? You got to put up the... Right here. Hold on for a second. You got all day, you got to put up with misandry, feminism, you know, uh, delusion, Delusions of grandeur. All right, we 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 don't need men at our job. We can run our job without men. You know, just complete delusion. And then they start talking about current events. You be sitting back there going nuts. You're like, oh my god. You know what I mean? They start talking about current events, and um, they look over at you. Hi, Samuel. Hi, Samuel. What do you think about current events? Don't you think testosterone is poison for young men? You'd be like, oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, they start talking about early terminations of pregnancy. you like, oh, shit. Or you know what? They start talking about the gender pay gap. The gender pay gap. They talk about the gender pay gap. And you're like, oh, shit. I'm like, not the gender pay gap. You know, the gender pay gap has been debunked. Okay, never mind. What did you say, Samuel? Samuel, did you say the gender pay gap has been debunked? No, 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 no. I said the gender pay gap argument against it is so bunk. <laughs> you start shuffling for your job. No, I, it's not debunked. Yeah, 78, 78 cents. Why not make it 76 percent? Let, let's make it 76, uh, 76 percent on the dollar. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I this is what we do here. I'm here to get that out of your system. <laughs> All right, I'll be that guy for you. But everybody keep your job. Keep your job or 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 when the uh, liberal white woman comes over to you, she don't know you like Trump because she come over to you. Oh, my God. F Trump. Huh? Oppression, right? Yeah. You going to the Democratic fish fry? Yeah. You like catfish nuggets? Yes. All right, huh? Yeah, You. I bet you you like catfish nuggets. As a matter of fact, we're having a Black Lives Matter in a reading rainbow uh, little march 
down here with peak pussy hats and catfish nuggets at the end. I know you're going to show up. I know you want to show up too, huh? I know you want to show up. And I'm sitting there like, oh, shit. Should I tell her? You be like, I don't like catfish nuggets. You don't like catfish nuggets? No, I don't like catfish nuggets. Mm, that's interesting. Do you listen to rap music? I don't listen to rap music. Oh, do you like fat white women? Huh? You like fat white women, don't you? You like that gun, huh? I really like flat back. Hey, what kind of black man are you? You ain't really black. See, I can quote more Jay-Z lines than you. What kind of black man are you? Oh, my God. You must be a MAGA. Yep, MAGA. Oh, my God. Human resources. Human resources get his ass. That's an ultra magna. Uncle Tom shuffling black man. How dare him? How dare he? How dare you? <laughs> what kind of black man are you? Get out of here. We hired you to be a black man. We, you got to fill the quota. If we wanted an Uncle Tom in here, we would have hired many of Uncle Toms and we just threw their resume away. We need you to be a black man. <laughs> all right. Anyway, they start calling you all kind of coons and sellouts. You like. <laughs> Is she looking like Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall? These are the women today. These are the people today that call you Uncle Tom. These are the people that tell, tell you you ain't black. <laughs> you sitting there like, oh, shit. Like, where has the world gone? You know what I mean? You're like, good Lord, have mercy. Anyway, let's get to the earlier. <clears throat> earlier contributions to the day's show. Excuse me. It is a Monday. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And this link to the top of the live chat. Super chat on the Notorious CGA channel in the building. So let's get into it. New, 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 new world order. All right. Uh, shout out to, uh, oh boy. Shout out to Class E Beat says, happy money day. I got money. He says, and to the coach, to the co and the coach gang. Counselor says, Counselor Lewis, hey coach, you changed my life. I went from making 50K to 120K at age 28 listening to you. I recently subscribed to your Patreon as well. Thank you for changing my life. I watch you religiously. Take me out with the I got money. Shout out to you. Congratulations brothers and we are helping men. I know man, you know the world doesn't want men to be awakened. I mean, we've seen it with the amount of men who've been quote unquote canceled. Uh they don't want men to have a source of strength and they believe it's going to be contribute to some old system of patriarchy or misogyny as they call it here. Uh, but this is not true. We want men to recognize their position in life. And people like James Cameron is going to try to try to put you in a beta position. We'll talk about that. Genetic freak with his freak of the week says, Coach, do you think that that's you girl is aware of her infamy? And that's you. actually um, oh, somebody's in here with the rumble thing again. Mm. <laughs> All right. We talked about that on the members live stream. So we'll go ahead and <laughs> we'll go ahead and just shuffle past that. But um, I wonder if any of the girls know that I use their their social media clips, which are fully fair use. I can use them. Uh, fair use principles. I can um, I can use them. I wonder if any of them know. All right. John H says, sad to see Prime being attacked and called a sellout for not giving his money to the community. Great to see Prime focusing on his career. So I could focus on my career. Yeah, people who they, I, look, uh, Deion Sanders. I was gonna make a video about it, but I missed the missed the point. Maybe I'll make it on my sports channel. I cannot believe, um, I can't about um, I cannot believe that uh, people do not realize what coaches do. Coaches use coaching jobs as a means to 
uh, what they would call stepping stone jobs. Uh, people that thought Deion Sanders was forever going to be an HBCU coach, you are out of your freaking mind. He used he used the eight, listen. All coaches use every job as a stepping stone job to get to the job that they want. Uh, the J Jackson State can their income wise cannot compete with the Division One uh, FBS. I mean, who didn't see this coming? You got to be an idiot. And um, I, I really feel for the people who think that um, Deion Sanders sold out, <laughs> sold out players. This is what coaches do. And I wish him success at Colorado. He has this work stacked against him, but I think he'll do great recruiting. He doesn't even have to do a phenomenal job there. He's going to use Colorado as a stepping stone as well. So Colorado, two or three years, and if he wins six to seven games he's, and qualifies for a bowl, that's way better than they were in the last 10 years. Next job, if not the NFL or a bigger FBS job. It is what it is. That's coaching. But a lot of people are like, oh, he should have stayed with the black folk. Jackson State probably paid him a half million dollars if lucky, and they had to scrimp and scrape, scrape to get that half million. Colorado's going to pay him way more. He's going to get way more, uh, way more uh, publicity. He's going to get way more people's eyes on him now, and then they're going to see what he can do, and this is going to basically – he doesn't even have to do that well. The Texas Tech coach – um, yeah, the Texas Tech coach, which was now the uh, Arizona Cardinals coach, Arizona Cardinals coach, he went six and seven, seven and something every year. Every year he went seven and something, seven, six and seven, six and five. All right, the, that, the guy that's now coaching the Arizona Cardinals, all right, barely won six and seven games a year. And he had Patrick Mahomes. He had Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback, and he's, the, he's in the NFL coaching. He's a head coach. Not for long, but he's the NFL coach. So, so with that being said, Deion Sanders only has to win six or seven games. He'll be the Dallas Cowboy head coach, and that'll be the end of it. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, shout out to Deion Sanders. I, I hope, I wish him success there, and I'm following him. I, I think he's going to be successful at Colorado. When I say successful, it ain't going to be no national title. It ain't going to be a national title. All he has to do is win six to seven games in the next two to three years. He'll be an NFL head coach easily, easily. All right, be real mahogany. All mahogany rules only applies to you sorry he said my all my all mahogany all monogamy rules only applies to you she is exempt stay woke this is where we're going this is where they're going guys just know you're playing with the unfair advantage because the unfair advantage is that they control the narrative and they control the the uh rules of speech and then whatever they say is right whatever you say is wrong age of machine says coach check out the story about the female tampa police chief who resigned because she flashed her badge during a traffic stop. I don't get that story. I saw it and I'm like, what did she do wrong? <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Right? They got me on my damn golf cart trying to pull me over. I would have been like, I flash my badge right now to the police. Do you listen to coach Greg Adams? I don't think what's wrong with that. Trey and Duke coach. Thanks again for pushing me to start a YouTube channel. Trey and Duke just hit 1000 subs in 45 days. Shout out to you. He says, shout out to me and my old dog. Shout out to you. Congratulations. All milestones with the Coach Greg Adams channel. Congrats. Getting your first thousands is very difficult. So you did it in 45 days. Shout out to Trey and Duke. Flash, appreciate you for being here. We got a lot of super chatters. Lord, appreciate that. All right. The trolls have arrived. They waited their 10 minutes. Crypto Keeper, Sunday's local stream was fire, Coach. You were on there. Like it. Wait. You were on there like it was DoorDash. Very informative and unfiltered. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, man. Shout out to locals. All right. 
CoachRegAdams.Locals.com if you want to know the deep, deep information. Vaughn says, Coach, in my early 30s, hit five digits and expendable income for the first time in my life. I'm thankful to the Manosphere, even though people call it an ideology. <laughs> All right. I got money. Anyway, he called it what? Is that hoes? All right, shout out to you, five figures and expendable income. He's met, he's rising. Teddy KGB, he says, uh, patiently, he says, patient, came in drunk after ladies' night, called her husband to pick her up. He came in with two kids. She was so drunk, she did a number two on herself in front of her kids. <laughs> Woo. Crazy. These are the best parents in the world, That's I suppose. That's a great story, and that's our man. I think he's a doctor or a nurse. Crazy. The actual King Smith. Breaking news, the CMA, I'm sorry, the GMA anchors whose relationship were made public have both been taken off air effective immediately. Okay. So we're seeing a little bit of, um, we're seeing a little bit of uh, fairness because this is the Emmy Yudoka situation, essentially. And they basically tried to brush it off play it off and just walk out there and act like they, nothing was going to happen. But these new, 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 new world order, this is what's going on here. So uh, it's an embarrassment. I think GMA, they made their money off of their scandal and now they got to do some sort of uh, maybe their virtue signaling. I think they're virtue signaling, to be honest with you, by letting them go. But they can't have a thing like that going. They can't. They can't. Um, let me check out Cash App and then we're going to continue with the show. Shout out to Preston. Can you discuss temporary child support gain to KP raising money? Um, I'm not sure what that is, but temporary child support, maybe we can talk about. Deshaun says, good morning, coach. Can't wait for the show. D. Rose is in the building. No government name says, coach gang, check out the money mindset on Patreon. And if you're not on the money mindset group, you're missing out a valuable, valuable opportunity to learn the insides of the game that matters, not women. Check it out. Patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. All right. Mr. Davy Boy is in the building. Shout out to you and thank you for being here. And with that being said, I got to get into the first part of the show. All right. I appreciate the early contributors, but we're going to get into the first part of this show. And topic numero uno. Come on, man. What's wrong with my mouse? Are women the black man's weakness? This is going to be an interesting topic. And of course, we can all point and blame out ourselves. But check, check this out. I got three little clips on here. This is some of a straggling sniggle episode. But uh, here's a sister and a brother right here, obviously. Oh, shoot. This is a Midwestern city. This is a Midwestern city. This could be Indiana, Gary. This could be Naptown. This could be Milwaukee. This could be Chicago, anywhere. South Bend, Indiana, or you name it. All right. And obviously, you see in front of you a... And uh, she was getting stroked and viciously stroked and piped down by which we perceive a higher value man, someone around the corner. And let's see how she's interacting here. Let's see if I can pop this. Oh, yeah, we got it full screen now. Let's go ahead and see what we can do around here. Play it. Now, she looks like she's dousing him with hot sauce or something like that. There's a bottle... She's doused. No, no audio. Nobody got audio. All right. You don't need no audio. <laughs> Somebody said it's a skit. All right. Here we go. She's dousing him with some sort of. Yeah. Red rooster hot sauce. Somebody said you can't hear it. 
Are they, okay, somebody said there's no sound. Don't worry about the sound. I'll narrate it. Don't worry about the sound. And uh, what you're seeing now is a mastodon. And so he's okay. So he's saying kiss apartment goodbye, kiss junior goodbye. These this person probably procreated with this individual here. Yes, procreation. And uh, if you want to blame the state of the black community on anything, is that the fact that black men will procreate with anything? Mm. All right, so that's going to be part of the problem. All right, you can't discuss fixing the black community until you stop procreating with just about anything. And she got procreated with. Oh, the and so uh, she's going to hop on her bike here. She's going to All right. She's going to hop on her bike. And uh, here we go. Uh, are these trolls talking about my audio? There's got to be trolls. All right. So I, I don't know what we got going on here. Is this is this what's going on? All right. So here we go. Right here. Here's what we got going on here. We'll go ahead and take that down. She's going to hop on her bike. <laughs> she's going to hop on her bike. And uh, she go to ride away like the e Wicked Witch of the East. All right, booty hanging out the back. All right. All right, booty hanging out the back. And she going to take off with her beach cruiser. And for some reason in this skit, she's going to find a way to run into the car. All right, she's going to find a way to run in that car. All right, and uh, she's going to go. Oh, oh no. And so let's see here. Now she's out. <laughs> now she's out. And now she's going to flip out. And now somebody, now she wants to freak out. Oh, my goodness. I need to stop. I need to stop procreating with these human beings, man. Let's say, I mean, they had a stop sign right here. Or she managed to run into here. But I think what happened is she knew she was being recorded. And so she crashed, I think, intentionally. And now she's going to blame him for crashing. She's going to blame him for crashing. She's going to now say, you forced me. Here we go. He did me wrong. He did me wrong. Uh, look, she said, he did me wrong. If you can't hear it, he did me wrong. All right. That's all right. Here we go. She said, he did me wrong. Don't worry about the audio. We'll get through it. He did me wrong. He tried to kill me. I'm going to make you kill me. Mm. He did me wrong. He tried to kill me. I'm going to make you kill me is what she said. All right. <laughs> nope. You finna kill me. She's. Mm. You finna kill me. This is what she says, and she said finna, so this makes me know that this is definitely Chicago or Indianapolis. You finna kill me. <laughs> you finna kill me. So she comes back after she's embarrassed, and she says, it was your fault that I crashed, your fault that whatever I'm doing to piss you off. Okay, Now you're going to come back, and you're going to kill me. Mm. <laughs> All right, so let's... And now she comes back to engage physically, which she knows that's going to be a loss. And she's already acknowledged the fact that she wants to be killed. Mm. Yes, this is the he's the abuser. He beat me up. He put he put a black eye. He choked me out. And you're finna kill me. This is what she said here. And of course, as we teach you here, as we teach you here, when it comes to 
when it comes to women who are sometimes the victims of physical violence, it is them that have initiated or instigated it 70% of the time, 70% of the time that this violence is committed against them physically. They instigated it. And I showed you the data on this one. We're not going to talk about it today. So if you happen to disagree with this, make sure you see portions of my previous shows on this topic. I've covered this extensively. Physical violence just not, does not happen to people who don't engage or instigate. Like people don't just sit there and get physical violence put on them. But these are the type of women, of course, somebody going to say she thick or uh, slow Tuesday or whatever it is. I'm getting these hoes or whatever you're going to say. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to try to pause the picture. These are the type of women that are procreating in the community. This is what's happening. And we still are trying to solve the problem. But uh, the problem is, is this a weakness for men? Because the weakness is these women know that you guys are lazy in your effort to get sex. And all they have to do is just give up, give up a little booty, open their legs and let you skeet up in them. And men are doing this. And so then you want to play, hey, how do I solve the problem after the fact? Well, after the fact, the damage is done. The damage is done. So there you go right there. And these are the women that also were saying, I got options. I got many men in my DM. Yeah, because you're easily tooting your butt up. Men are just fascinated by big booty for some reason. All right. And I'm telling you, your big booty uh, obsession is going to drive you into making bad decisions. All right. Um, here is going to be uh, a man known as Rick Ross. And bear with me on the audio. Not sure what's happening. Maybe it's fake book or what have you. But bear with me. This is a video of allegedly Rick Ross, the rapper, finding one of his stalkers who have been stalking him in his DM for months. Now, I'm going to just say this right now. Rich and famous black men tend to fall for these tricks all the time. And of course, I cannot help but overlook the fact that the woman that is in here alleging to be a stalker is a Kaylee, is a Kaylee. A junior college, Kaylee, and a fat one at that. <laughs> okay. And here we go. It seems that Rick Ross does not mind that this crazy biatch has been stalking him, and he's ready to go skeet, skeet, skeet up the club right now. Now, I would just say this. If this was not a white woman with blonde hair, with the, with, with the box blonde hair, he would be running from her. He would be like, oh, I'm sorry, what? I'm just going to say that, but I'm that's an assumption. If this was a black woman, he would be gone. If this was a stragnesia, he would be out. She'd be, she'd be hemmed up by security at the moment. But the fact that it's a somewhat cutesy acting, a cutesy acting, stock factory issued pog, she gets a pass. Let's go ahead and see if we can pick up the audio on this one. And if not, I will translate it. Ninjas always got to show their teeth. Now, I'm going to be brief. Be true to the game. And so, can we be honest? Can we be honest, Kaylee? How long have you been stalking me, baby girl? How long have you been? Let, me, let this be a tragnesia. Let, be, let this be a tragnesia. You know good and damn well. <laughs> she got a ready to go. Okay, no audio. We're good. That's fine. That's fine. I'm translating it, guys. I can't stop the show. Oh, no audio. Let me stop the show. Just let the show go on. 
Let the show go on. Relax. If you, I will translate it for you. So here we go right here. I'm translating it for you. He said, how long have you been stalking me, baby? How long have you been stalking me? Oh, about six months, three years, 48 days and three seconds and all of that shit. Here we go. And he seems to be smiling about it. He's smiling about it. He's fine with this. And he's got his teeth and he's got his arm around her and all of this shit. And it seems to not matter. It seems to not matter. He's simply fine with the fact that. Simply fine with the fact that this woman's crazy and stalking him. All right, here we go. He Jesus. And he just a giggling. Oh, he just a giggling and sniggling. Oh, my Lord. Milk of magnesia. Oh, my Lord. Y'all brothers, man. <laughs> Y'all brothers cannot help you black men. Remember I told you about the pro-black. Let me pop this up. Remember I told you about the pro-black? You know, the brothers in the hood. I'll never give me a white, pale, pink toe ass, pink skin. I'll never give me a hog. I always love a sister. But now when it comes down to it, your weakness, your weakness is milk of magnesia. Your weakness is a plain Jane porcelain skin Becky. And I know this to be a fact. And it don't take much to be out here cheesing and grinning and sniggling. All right. In the ear to ear Kool-Aid smile ass niggling ninja. Come on. Let us let all the pro blacks know that all the pro blacks know that I pull your card. I know what it is. And it don't take much. And they come over there targeting you. <laughs> right here it is. Don't worry about the audio. We'll get through it. Allah, look. And all around her, he got her hand. He gripping her wrist, trying to grab her titty. And she like, yes, I'm in heaven. She's like, I'm in heaven. I got that ninja. Got him. Teeth all showing. Ooh. And if you can't hear her, she's Mr. Ross. I would never stalk you. Mr. Ross. Mr. Ross. He's swelling up in his pants right now. Mr. Ross, I'm super submissive. You're going to lose your you're going to lose your way, brother. You're going to lose your way. Praying mantis, she's going to have your ass. She's going to be crying in court. <laughs> he beat me. He grabbed my wrist. Mr. Ross, Mr. Ross. He like finally cuz you know he ain't never heard that from a black woman. He ain't never heard a black woman call him Mr. Ross. Where you at, Ricky? All right. Ooh. Okay, so for the people who didn't hear it, she said it's been six months that I've been stalking you. That's what she said. And he was like, no, it's been three years. Man, brothers, I, I'm not making this shit up. Yes, this is this is this is it. This is a me too waiting to happen. Y'all brothers are weak when it comes to this. You lose your edge. You be talking about all of that pimping and macking. In running game, and all it takes is a plain Jane milk of magnesia for you to throw your whole life away. Throw your whole life away. She's going to be in court, and he knew I was stalking him for three years, and he still ran them guts. He still ran them guts, and she's going to be out there getting paid. She's going to be like. I'm rich, yep, he pillow talking her. Oh, man. Giving her the secrets away to the king, the kingdom of the Rick Ross. He said, okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. It's been three years. Mm. Oh, man. Okay, look. Would he let a Stragnesha do that? 
That's my question. Would he let Stragnesia stalk him for three months? Ask yourself. So I don't want to hear it, man. I think brothers, we know we're weak. We know we weak. We know we weak. We just got to overcome this with admitting it. All right, that was the fake book audio. Hopefully the audio will improve, but you know, StreamYard be bugging. And uh, we will show you uh, one more story here. This is a story about a man named, let's go ahead and put him up. Here's another story about the male weakness. The male weakness. Eagle star in trouble after ex-girlfriend, quote unquote, ex-girlfriend posts a TikTok video on what it's like to be a sneaky link. Now, I don't know how you can get ex-girlfriend and sneaky link confused. A sneaky link is not an ex-girlfriend. Obviously, she doesn't have the title. But a lot of brothers will put themselves in this position with a skeezer that they see on Instagram. And of course, I think there's something to be said about men, and particularly men in the community that will throw their millions of way um, with uh, the idea that it's better to get a woman than the natural in the wild, right? I got to get the woman in the wild and meet her and make her like me and she likes me for me. And, you know, you sucker for love ninjas that really don't realize that we live in a pay for play society. We live in a use me, abuse me, but don't accuse me aside society. Okay. We're, this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a society where this is all transactional, where she has attention is her currency and she's more than willing to live with you or do whatever she does with you for a couple of months. And then she's going to parlay that into attention. Hey, I used to let this guy pipe me down. I used to let this guy fly me in. I used to let this guy uh, love all on me, skeet on me. And I'm going to show you the messages. Remember, I showed you the, the pictures of the women who took pictures of men, prominent men in bed. And I said, all women have a photo of you in bed in which they can get additional attention even after the fact. This is the society we live in. And uh, unfortunately, I don't disagree with it. Women need to do what they need to do. If they want the society where they overrun the society and make dumbass decisions later on to say, I effed up, that's what y'all want to do. That's what you want to do. If you want to live the whole life and then come back to married life, you do you, boo. But let's take a look at this guy right here. And um, this guy's name is allegedly, this is all alleged. Miles Sanders, the ex-girlfriend has gone public with their private relationship. Aren't, aren't you not supposed to kiss and tell, especially if you a skeezer? Mm. Philadelphia Eagles running back Miles Sanders had, has had his private life dumped into the public domain. For the most part, NFL players and or usually any professional athletes like to keep their private lives away from the public eye. What happened to slut shaming? What happened to slut shaming? Remember slut shaming men? I mean, women. No slut shaming us. But now all of a sudden you can drag men's sexual history out as a sort of revenge prawn for not getting the ring. It's actually reprehensible. It says right here, sometimes this isn't always the case as others like to publicly know what's going on. But for Sanders, the latest social media post by his now ex-girlfriend described as a sneaky link is an ideal. In an Instagram post, the former girlfriend of the running back posted a video that unveiled many X-rated messages between herself and Sanders. It says right here, the video, which was made on TikTok, shows the couple together in various stages. Now, as it appears, their relationship has ended, so she decided to post everything. Mm. What did I tell you about pillow talking? What did I tell you about out here just messaging them? Now, what you gonna do to me next? And what would you do to me? And then where would you put your mouth? And then where would you put your nose? Stop messaging the, these, uh, what do you call, sexual text messages. Get down to the point 
and discuss everything face to face. This is my conversation with you. All right. And the essence of mode one. Shout out to our ARC, ARC. We talked about him last week. Stop doing these sex messages. Stop sending pictures of your junk. I also warned you when you send pictures of your junk or these messages to women, they show men. I'm sorry. They show men and women. They show everybody what you're sending you, sending them. Stop believing that they keep these things private. Never in the history of the world has a woman been able to keep a secret. When was the last time you ever heard a woman keep anything secret? They're always going to tell. Now, this one doesn't need audio, but we'll go ahead and play it nonetheless. Let me see if I can take down the audio on it. But uh, and I'll pause. This is a TikTok. Make it larger. This is a woman right here. What is like to be a football player? Sneaky link. <laughs> Y'all ninjas in trouble. Y'all ninjas in trouble, man. Look, they go put your shit out there, especially if you are a man of means. Okay, so here he is right here. She. This is a private video. Guys, stop taking videos with these chicks. Well, she's an Instagram body. And uh, she flashed him. She can't meet to him because she consented. However, she's going to get attention from it. Okay. Um, all right, bet you still around and you're going to see most of his conversation is just inviting her to ski, get skeeted on. Uh, pull up. There's a video call. There's a missed call right here. Uh, here is some head before my game. Sounds good. She's a volunteer, not a victim. So she's like, yeah, uh, some head before the game. That's all he asked. And he's macking and pimping her. He might have just paid for a girl, right? Made point for a girl. But he wants to get it for free. Guys, this whole conversation about getting it for free, there's no more getting it for free. You're going to pay in some sort of way with your reputation. You're going to get dragged. Uh, you're going to get your pictures, put it out there. Somebody's going to claim sexual harassment. Uh, there, there's all kind of ways where she will benefit from it after the fact. They're going to snitch. And uh, here she is putting all the messages there. What you doing tomorrow? Want a link before my flight? And she's like, yeah, we can do that. So she is skeezer. And I don't think this is a way to tear down his reputation because a lot of dumb ninjas will say, oh, well, he's winning because he's, you know, she she's making herself embarrassing herself. No, sir. He's a professional athlete. Professional athletes don't want their business dragged out like this currently because he wants endorsements. He wants to be able to maintain his contract with the team. The average length of an NFL player is three years, and they'll find any way to cut you. If you're out there making a mess of your personal life, they can cut you, especially if you're not a top-tier guy. I don't know where he stands and all this stuff. But here she is, uh, now got the tickets. He gave her tickets to the game, and, of course, she decided to wear his jersey. Here you go right here. I'm going to wear his jersey to the game after I sucked him off before he went and ran the ball across the field. Um, He says, I'm trying to get eight up to sleep. I'm trying to get eight up to sleep. And she said, whenever you're ready, I'll put you to sleep, wake you up, then put you back to sleep. This is all common conversation, but she's releasing it. You want to swallow me for sure. She's a volunteer and it is what it is. So he basically put, and listen, he's not romanticizing her. She definitely get treated like a piece of dirt. Okay. And, um, getting skeeted on. You going to eat me to sleep? Yep. And she went and says, oh, oh, you ready? You ready, daddy? Oh, hold on for a second. She's like, you ready, daddy? I'm ready. Let me see here. 
you want to something me? You want to see me? She says, yeah, next time something clean up afterwards. <laughs> you got no shame. And there she is. Guys, These. this is a, look at her hair in the back. Look at her hair in the back. All right, this is all rat-a-tat-tatted up, tatted up, merged up and mingled up in the back. And this is an average skeezer. This is an average skeezer. And uh, you guys are having trouble out here. So, oh, oh, didn't mean to do that. All right, so anyway. Now, of course, he's going to look bad about this for a temporary amount of time, and it doesn't mean he's going to stop his actions, but he needs to correct his actions in the fact that he can't just be reckless out here. And it's only a matter of time before she keeps some seed, puts it, turkey baster, puts it up. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, let me uh, transition to the earlier contributions to the day show. Uh, we got over on PayPal love. Let's give PayPal a little bit of love in the building. Appreciate y'all. If you want to uh, contribute to the day show, it's the Notorious CGA channel for the Super Chat, dollar sign CGA live cash app. PayPal link is at the top of the live chat, free agent lifestyle channel, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And we'll get over to, we got a lot of earlier contributions in the building. We got somebody early in the morning dropping his wallet. Early in the morning, he says, uh, this is Dempzilla, coach. I just started a YouTube channel a few weeks ago, and it's growing fast. I do interviews with random folks from my city in Newark, New Jersey. He says, man, oh, man, I'll be, it'll be an honor for you to just see uh, what I'm filming. It could possibly be worth reviewing in your show, but just getting your feedback is good enough. I do 12 hours of work a day, and my ambition won't let me go straight home. I hit the streets immediately and get people's story on my channel. This is uh, Jersey's concrete thanks for all your work OG. shout out to you you finally start hey you found the lane find the lane capitalize on it and do me a favor hit the like button we can uh we can get another 300 people in here if another 200 people like the video all right so shout out to you demp zilla in the building cashing in on the best best way to get secondary income which is social media jay cool here he says, from early start in the stream, being self-controlled and having learned my lesson, I've arrived to the point in my life where I don't need to tell my bros about my personal dealings with women. Yes, that is a transition in life. I just enjoy them as they uh, are kept those things to myself. He says, on a different note, what a difference three weeks make. Now the bills are on top again. Even the Raider Nation is doing better. I am going to the Jets-Dolphin game here in Buffalo. I will take a picture and post it on locals on each game. Go Buffalo. Yes, indeed. Man, the NFL is a long season. San Francisco took an L. The 49ers lost their quarterback for the year. Lord have mercy, man. Never get too happy with how your team starts off in the NFL. It is, you never know, man. The first six, eight weeks won't tell you the whole story. No government name. This is Grady. I got the hey, big head text from a white woman, single mom that I tried to date two years ago. She tried to pick up where we left off, but she didn't know I'm getting a daily dose of this crimson capsule. She was shocked when I turned her down. Now she's getting extra soft girl on me, trying to get me to take a bad deal. Stay vigilant, coach game. Okay. There's one thing that I will say uh, to take back an ex or an ex person that you pursued. Anytime an ex person that you pursued kicks you to the curb, ne never let them come back and definitely never let them come back to the point where you left off, meaning you took them out of a date or two. And then they move on. They take a different option, which I always tell women, take all the options you want. If I'm not the guy for you, I'm not the guy for you. Um, and then when they try to come back, you come back where you left off, meaning second date was going or third date was going to be at my place. We were going to be making salmon and asparagus. 
But what they'll do is they'll leave better option. They go take the better option. that doesn't work out. And then they come back and then they want to say, hey, let's meet up again. Let's go off to the first date. Let's go to the first meeting. And they want to start back from square one. No, square one where we're starting off is where we left off with them. Toes will be going to be pointed in the air. Toes was going to be pointed in the air. Okay. Your legs was going to be getting split. All right. After we didn't devour that salmon and asparagus that we prepared together. See, that's where we were going. And then you backed away before I got them panties. So when you come back, you come back getting them, you get, you getting uh, diced up. So come back, come back immediately. Give, give the panties up. We ain't starting over from the beginning. I, I figure we start over and get to know each other. You done known all that you need to know. Come on over and get split. <laughs> all right. I'm not taking you out again. This is where I arm you guys with this information. All right. This is what we do here. All right. So uh, anyway, never take them back. Did I get that brother already? PayPal. We on PayPal game. PayPal and Venmo. Okay. Okay. Skip it ahead. We got uh, our man. Kalen is back in the building doubling up. What up coach? He says, am I sure you've seen DR Sanders is now the coach of Colorado? All right. I actually addressed that about the, the goofy people that are criticizing Deion Sanders. That's, if you don't know what the college coaching profession is, you're a goofball. What do you thought he was going to stay at Jackson State forever? L. All right, he also says, Coach, it was reported that TJ Holmes had also had an affair with the GMA producer who was also married before getting involved with Amy Flatback. Mr. Licario, shout out to Mr. Licario, has uh, posted on his Instagram saying that the women will cheat if it benefits them. Women who don't cheat don't do it because they love you. He says, you're, you benefit them the most in the moment, in the moment. I'm not sure what that part is, but uh, we'll talk about, uh, he says, women don't cheat. Like, women don't cheat, don't do it because they love you. Oh, I misread that. Women who don't cheat, don't do it because they love you. You benefit them most in the moment. So yeah, shout out to Mr. Lucario. We'll get together because, you know, a lot of people think I take shots at Mr. Lucario and I don't. That's a good brother. We know each other. Did we meet in public? I think we met in person. We've met in person for sure. And uh, we've done streams together on Donovan Sharp's uh, The Six. So I don't take shots at Mr. Lucario, but he would be a good person to debate because we're kind of polar opposites, but we are good brothers. All right. So yeah, women don't, who don't cheat on you, you benefit them more, but it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And we prove this more and more as we go on. So we're giving you strength to understand that. All right, Jay Cool again. I'm 55 and have really good testosterone, but is there something natural that i can consume that will increase my testosterone levels thanks yes call testosterone mm. they have great places that will do you to get you uh revitalized <laughs> you can do testosterone boost and i would definitely tell you to do so because women are doing so but we're going to get to that story later shout out to my man jabari he says coach could you please educate us on the women in the servant slave class and the important role that they play in the dating world and our culture, how this affects dating and relationships. Also, we should or shouldn't feel bad for them in the servant slave class, which is the volunteer junior college. Now, although they're going to be playing the victim later on in our lives, so we just have to know that women that are participating in this, this empowerment slave class, which is the sexualization class, or the they're exposing themselves, we know they're going to say, it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. They're eventually going to say, <laughs> they're eventually going to say, we forced them to be in that position. 
Shout out to Randy. He says, showing support once again now that I'm caught up. Coach, can you cook up some Democratic fish fry catfish nuggets for your boys of the U.S. soccer team? But please tell me how Wright made uh, that Harry Potter magic goal. I didn't even see the game. Sorry. Also, Turner and Dest were pretty good. Have a nice day from the nether regions in the building. Shout out to you. Congratulations to the Netherlands knocking out the United States uh, soccer team so that the women's team don't get no money. Yeah. The women's team were getting money for the men winning. Just absolutely reprehensible. And last one, gym status. My ex, now 23 years old. I was with her between 19 and 21, fresh out of the oven. Just found out she had a baby boy and named her son after me. These chicks are disrespectful. He says, never let a woman name your kids, gentlemen. Wow, God dang. This is called an imprint. She's imprinted by you early on, and she remembered you. And as a dedication to whoever the simp is, she named a kid after you. She named him Jim Status. Check out my page, Wacky Leftist. Oh, got banned. Oh, man, your page got banned. Of course it did. I made a new page. I'll go check it out. Wacky Leftist, no doubt. Just one word. If anyone wants to check it out, my politics of America. Okay. And MGTOW sums it up. Go ahead and share it to locals so we know. Shout out to you, man. Sorry you got knocked out of the box. And let me check Vimo and then we'll get back to the second part of the show. All right. Vimo needs some love. They like Vimo, show me some love, Co. Show me some love. All right. We got to do this, man, because men sponsor today's show. Okay. I'm going to do a couple. Shout out to Pac-Man Jones. He says, Coach, I know it's been a minute since I've donated, been on my business grind and spending all my money on my business and stocks, but never going to, uh, never going to drop that triple-double membership. Still need my life, Coach. And also, again, thank you for your efforts you bring to save lives. This is what we're doing here. All right. Oh, we got a brother, a sponsor. This is from Free Agent Floyd. You dropped some great gems on the previous streams. Treat money how you want money to treat you. Was one of the nuggets that stuck out. Blue chip and members only streams have been fire also too. We dropping so much content. It's crazy. It's crazy. Shout out to you. Thank you for sponsoring. And no government name. The community is big mad at Deion Sanders taking a Pac-12 job. He says he's one of the few black head coaches in the Power 5 conference with a chance to win a national title. But the community expects him to stay at a swag school. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, dude, I tell you, man, that there's there's no difference uh, between the politics of the plantation and our real world today. We are direct descendants to the politician, plantation politics mindset. All right. And I, don't, and I want you to understand there, we've been in our country, in our country, and shout out to the great Republic of the United States, although people don't like it. It is what it is, and it's actually going not going to last very much longer. So enjoy the republic or the democracy or the capitalism. It's not going to last that much longer. It's a long, limited time. It's on borrowed time. But we've been, as a group, less free, free for less time than we have been members of what you would call chattel slavery. If you, People keep bringing it up. Um, you know, your grandmother's grandmother was probably a descendant of a slave, if not a slave herself. Okay, or your grandfather. With that being said, your grandmother or your great-grandparents were probably parts of Jim Crow South and Reconstruction. Okay, until the media, the New York media came down in the 1950s and busted it up for better or for worse. But with that being said, we've been less free and we don't think the implications of the uh, the uh, plantation politics have affected us today and it certainly has. 
So the way women treat you today is a direct descendant of plantation politics. All right. They will always put the overseer on you. They will always call the police on you. They will always put that government paperwork, the bedwintery. All right. The the uh, tattletelling, the servitude that they, they 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 that they want you the subservient position that they want you to have you in. That that's been a direct descendant from the po plantation politics of the past that kept people in chattel slavery. But people don't want to talk about that. So I'm going to move on. Shout out to Social Credit Score. Tell me if you can hear this one. Tell me if you can hear this audio. And if we can't, we'll move on. But this is a man talking about the implications of the social credit score. And of course, CGA. New, 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 new. The Bruce Wayne is ish, the king of content, the king of kings, the speaker of truth, yours, Coach Lini, and the Bruce Wayne, and the Bruce Wayne is ish, and the speaker of truth, whatever else, the great Coach Adamus has talked to you about social credit score and surveillance. Let's go ahead and pop this up on screen. Let me know if you can hear this audio. All right, so we have no sound. All right, they got me today uh, on the sharing. So what I'm going to probably do is I'm going to remove this and I'm going to share the tab. All right, every now and then, uh, you know who, um, let me see here. You know who, uh, let me see, Chrome tab share. You know what happens is on, uh, what do you call it? Streamlabs. On Streamlabs, they get really picky. They get really picky and they change up settings all the time. So what I'll have to do is I'll have to, let me see this. I'm going to have to share the tab audio. So Streamlabs gets real funky sometimes. They get real funky. All right, let me see if I can pull that up. All right, so I'm going to try attempt one more time. So you can actually deduct your money directly from your account. <laughs> this is four years ago. So this is not like some sort of conspiracy theory. It's not something that's going to happen 10 years into the future. This happened pre-corona in China. And so this system in China that exists, is extremely advanced. They can detect if it's a man or a woman, they can detect, they can guess your age. They can detect what kind of car model it is, who the manufacturer is. This All right. So we got that corrected. Sometimes Streamlabs, they often change their settings and then you can share the tab, share whatever else. But here's what we're talking about here. I'll refresh the screen in the building. Shout out to me for not panicking live. Here we go. Let's go ahead and play it. This is a man in China talking about how surveillance has been offered up in their society and then it has affected how they've been treated at ATMs and so forth and so on. Let's go ahead and play. China, uh, they're piloting it uh, a few years ago in Shenzhen. So I lived overseas. If you go to Shenzhen, back in 2017, they already had facial recognition cameras there. So if you jaywalked in Shenzhen, they would immediately detect that and send you a notification. And they would deduct money from your, what they call WeChat account. They, they use two main apps, WeChat and Alipay. So you can actually deduct your money directly from your account. This is four years ago. So this is not like some sort of conspiracy theory. It's not something that's going to happen 10 years into the future. This happened pre-corona in China. And so this system in China that exists, it's extremely advanced. They can detect if it's a man or a woman. They can detect, they can guess your age. They can detect what kind of car model it is, who the manufacturer is. This is a sort of technology that we see in all these dystopian sort of films and whatever. And people keep putting it off and thinking that this is something that's going to happen later in my kid's lifetime or my grandkids. It's already here. And if this gets implemented anywhere, especially in a Western nation, it's not going away. Okay, so anybody has lately seen these things being broadcast. And of course, when they do these things, they will say, oh, this is cool. Look at what we can do. There's a video that came out from the, um, from the, um, let me see here from the um, art show called Art Basel. And I believe they do put Art Basel on in Miami. 
recently there's a new video that comes up that you can walk up to this ATM and with facial recognition, they can tell you how much money in your bank is in your bank account currently. Okay. They tell you what your bank account is and then they rank you. They rank you and they only use facial recognition. Okay. Now, the people who believe this is cool are the people who have money and they want to be ranked. Oh, see if it works. Oh, yes. Look, I got $3 million in my bank account. And then they use the facial recognition, rank you, and you think it's cool. But what you don't realize is it's a social credit score. You basically have ranked people just on money, just on money, right? Now, there's people at the bottom that had no money or they had insufficient funds. But, of course, you gathered a group of people and said, look at this. Great. Hey, test this out. This is a form of social credit score because now you've ranked people on financials. They're also going to be able to do these things when they facially recognize you on social media. So people like myself are going to go and then I'm going to get put on the screen and they're going to be able to say, this is your Facebook. This is your Instagram. Now, you're going to think it's cool. You guys do it right now. You guys know that you do this. What you do is you'll load a video up on one of these social media sites, specifically Facebook, or I call it Facebook. And what it will do is it will facially recognize people in your photo. It'll facially recognize people in your photo and you don't even have to tag these people because it'll come up and it'll be like, this is this person. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they get it wrong. But that's how quick facial recognition is. And it's a photo. It's not even you in real person, right? It's not even you in real person. And this is what it happened. So we think this is cool technology and we'll release information about how cool it is. But eventually they'll use it against you and they'll say, oh, you're so and so. Well, you have a social credit score that ranks you below. You've got the platform from said thing or we cannot recognize who you are. So thus we cannot proceed forward. Give us additional information. You might not have a fake book. You might, might, might not have a TikTok or whatever they're using to recognize you. But because they can't recognize you, they might prevent you from going further. Let me give you another example of this. Have you ever signed up for any site and they will say, put in your email address and a password, create your account. And then they will also give you options below that. Use your Google, use your Facebook, use your so forth and so on. And now you're like, I don't want to remember another password. So what do you use? You'll use your Facebook or Facebook. You'll use your Google. And eventually it's easier because you just log in. I already know this password. Now you might get to the point where you might say, I want to get rid of my Facebook. But you can't because you have two or three or 20 apps that recognizes your fake book to sign in, right? New, 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 new world order. But what if, what if, what if your fake book gets disabled? What if you get so, uh, you get the, the platform and then now you want to sign into those other apps. Okay. You want to sign into those other apps, but you can't access it because you linked it to wherever you got deplatformed or discredited or uh, your ranking falls low. Like my Facebook page, my Coach Greg Adams Facebook page allows people to rank my business page. It's a business page. It's a fan page. But don't you know, most people who rank my pages are people who hate me. So my Facebook, my fake book, I have to correct myself. My fake, fake book business page, Coach Greg Adams, has like a 2.5 rating, which means I can't get monetized because so many people have rated the page with hate. They they responded and said, who is this? Who is this ugly guy? He can't get laid. And most of the comments and ratings are from those people. Now, I take that over to Facebook and I say, I want to monetize this page. 
They use my social credit score. They use the fact that people have rated the page so low and reported it that I cannot get monetized. That's called social credit score. Do you see how this works? Now, the people who will be so uh, apt to use this are people who are um, people who are Karens. They want to rate people bad. They want to report people's videos. They want to silence you. They want to shadow ban you. They want to ruin your chances at making money. Okay. They want to ruin your chances at making money. They want to, they see you making money, doing well. And they see you saying something that they don't like. They're the first ones to run over there. That's called a social credit score. New, 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 new world order. This is going to extend to, this is going to later extend to use of electronic things. Car usage. I know people are going to say that's weird. But if they can somehow link, because your ass is going to link your car, Facebook, Apple, or Google, you're going to link one, two, or three of them to your car audio. They do this now. You get into your phone. In my phone, in my car, I have CarPlay, which is the app that links my Apple to my damn car. Rent a cars. You're going to rent a car. You're going to want to link your shit. Tie your phone into the car. And then your shit going to come up. Oh, you're CGA. You got the platform. You did blah, blah, blah. You got canceled. I bet you the car don't start. I bet you don't pull that damn car out of the car. <laughs> okay. Now, now that's what's going on. Guys, this is going on. And it, it's normally something you volunteer for. You volunteer for yourself for this position. Sometimes they will say it's for safety reasons or security. Don't you don't want nobody to take track your stuff. And you'll think it's cute. <laughs> you'll think it's cute. Or they might say in order to operate this, put a thousand dollars in your PayPal. Mm. Man, block this dude. Somebody rock rave elevator. Please. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Or time is ass out. So the safety of it. How many people went to go get real IDs? How many people went to go get real IDs? They was like, oh, um, we're going to push the real ID. Well, what's that? Well, you needed to fly. And you're like, I already used my driver's license to fly. And then I already have a passport. Well, you'll need. And then did you ask any questions? Did you ask any questions? You didn't ask no questions. Okay. New, 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 new world order. You didn't ask a question. You was like, oh, okay, I'll take my driver's license over. I'll take my birth certificate and passport. You're like, what's the difference between the driver's license and the passport? I got both already. Why do I need this? Well, you need this to get on the plane. What? And if you don't do it, if you don't do it, your ass ain't getting on the plane. So you'll do it. But what is the purpose of it? They never explicitly said what the purpose of it to make you go, I need a driver's license. You know what I mean? And it looks the same. It looks exactly the same as the updated driver's license. It just has a leather, this is real ID on it. And you'll have no choice because most of the people, what, what did I tell you? Most normies won't ask questions. They'll just say, oh, we're supposed to do this? Okay. <laughs> it's crazy, huh? This is the world we live in. So look, hold your hats. Hold your hats. Any of these things that we talk and chat about, it's going to happen. There's no stopping it. Just so you know, there's no stopping it. Uh, the reason why is because normies are complicit. Normies are complicit. They ask no questions. And they basically eventually will say, without asking questions, how come you don't have one? How come you didn't get it? 
And the minute you say, well, I don't want to get it because you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you're a conspiracy theorist. But just understand, and I, and I want you to know this. When we talk about planning, what did I say? How long does it take? How long in advance do people plan for things to happen? If I wanted to develop a community with parks, schools, uh, malls, and all of this, I want to develop a new community. How long would people plan for those communities? Think about this question. And then you'll think about it when I say, how long do people plan for a transition into an idea to get 394 million people to do it? How long do you think that would plan? All right, how long would you think for that to take place? So when it takes place, when they initiate something and they say, this is what we're going to do, real ID, they'd have thought of that shit 20 years ago. And they thought about how to march y'all asses down the process. They didn't just come up with it and was like, you know, we'll change our driver's light for this and that. Okay, so 20 years prior was what? 2001? 2002? New, 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 new world order. Hmm? Some of these things that they got to make 394 million people do, they think of this 30, 40, 50 years prior to get you to be able to do and accept it. And some things, some events will accelerate the process. This is where people get into the planning of events. I'm not getting into that. But some events can be used to march normies down the path faster. So if you have planes crashing into the building and you blame it on your boy Osama bin Laden or whoever it is, you want to blame whoever it else. I don't care who you blame. But when people see these things, they go, wow, this is a perfect opportunity to push this forward. They also have bills that are already pushed forward into law, like not into law, but they already have bills prepared for this type of situation. Oh, we can just go push this bill forward now. And the meat is already in there and both parties already know, oh, they pushing this shit. OK, well, this event happened and so forth and so on. Guys, when the C-19 came around, they already pushed the bill through. I'm like, how they how they type that shit up so fast? How they type that shit? You know what I mean? So just know this. And I'm not doing I don't want you guys to be alarmed. There's no panic needed. We're already going the direction that they want us to go. If you think you want to fight it, go ahead. But you got too many normies out here. You got too many people that are uh, fearful, very scared. They're scared of anything. They're scared of spiders. All you got to do is put a spider out there and people will give up their freedom. And also, at the same time, talk about the patriarchy. When the patriarchy takes away your freedom. Uh, anyway. Let me get into this uh, story right here. This will be a fast one. Then we'll get to the Super Chats and try to catch up on all of this stuff. But uh, enjoy what America was. Uh, if you weren't born, if you weren't if you weren't born before, you know, 1985 and 19, you guys have no idea. If you're younger and I know some younger people are very astute at history and all of these things, they're cynics. They're somewhat uh, historians themselves. But um, if you don't remember America prior to this, you don't know what I'm talking about. You have no idea. You're like, what? And of course, these generation of people will normally just give up all of their freedoms just to get a little bit of comfort, just to get something that they assume is free. Oh, I got free social media apps. I got free dating apps. No, you don't. No, no, no. You gave up a lot of information and data for doing so. You give up data all day long. Not only that, you contribute to what we call social experiments all day long. They use your data to be able to actually create more data in order to sell. So they'll say, what's your gender? Your gender, you pick it. What's your age range? Pick, click. What is the person you're looking for? I'm looking for women. Click. And all they're doing is creating data and information so they can go back and rehash, rehash, 
and create more shit that actually will benefit you or hurt you uh, by, by virtue of it. Yep, trial offers. They get you in all kinds of shit and traps. It's not traps, but uh, it's traps for normies. <laughs> it's traps for normies. Mm. But you say it's free, and then you'll come on YouTube and say YouTube is free, which is idiotic. Well, YouTube is free. <laughs> Why are you charging money? Why are you making money? YouTube is free. Like, what kind of idiot makes that statement? I want you to let you guys know, YouTube generates a lot of money. Not only that, they generate advertising dollars for people who have corporations who put money into YouTube. Not only that, YouTube hires people to sit up here and monitor YouTube. Then you have YouTube content creators that somehow build an audience the size of football stadiums. My audience is 400,000 subscribers, which is the size of many football stadiums put together. Think about how significant that is. If I put all of them in one building, you would be like, that man should be making money. But then the content creator himself says, sponsor the show, report, super chat. Da, da, da. You shouldn't be making money. YouTube is free. They got commercials. And no, what are you talking about? YouTube is free. It's only free for the person putting out the content. It's free to the viewer. You think it's free to you, sir? You out of your mind. You are not the, you're not the person receiving it. You're the person giving. You're the commodity in this situation. You're the commodity. When you watch for free, you're the commodity. They're selling you, sir. Mm. <laughs> so every time you click, they would, I can go on my analytics and go, how many people are watching me? Where they at? And then YouTube sells that information on the back end. What? <laughs> it's free. No, you ain't. <laughs> and then they suggest to you for videos to watch to keep your ass here tied in here. Click, 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 click. YouTube is free. You are what they're selling. New, 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 new world order. Ain't no free. All right. Anyway, let's get into this. Yep, they sell it to they track you. They sell it to insurance companies. They sell it to mortgage companies. They sell all this information. Look, 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 look. Then they put ads beginning on ends of the videos, all favoring what you normally watch. Come on, man. Come on. Ain't nothing free in the building. Shout out to these overweight lovers in the house. All right, let me pull these tabs down and share what we got going on here. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a target of a certain group of men out here that loves them large and in charge. Uh, so here we go right here. Large and in charge Marge in the building. And listen, I'm not telling you what your preference should or should be. But if you're wondering where the dating market is going, there was a time where these women, if you love them like this, if you love them like this, you can get them. Unfortunately, that's not the case these days. A lot of these people are because they get a great command of their social media audiences. They know you're going to send for them. And uh, let's go ahead and see if we can run the audio on this woman right here. Did I get her? Uh, yes, my mouse is moving around. Let's go ahead and run the audio. Just a reminder that I am very fat and very sexy. And I am 100% glorifying obesity and there's nothing you can do about it just a reminder that i am very fat and very sexy and i am a hundred percent glorifying obesity and there's nothing you can do about it oh the humanity okay so this is where we have gone to in this dating marketplace and let me just tell you there are people going over there to ski 
All right. There's no secrets that we don't tell over here. We tell you all there are dudes going over there and pounding that out into submission. All right. We call it we call it, you know, we call it Tinder dating. This woman's on Tinder and she is taking great command of her audience, as we can show you right here. Definitely right here. All right. This is this is the Tinder premium app. And there are brothers going, hey, I just need to get one off. <laughs> I just need to get one off. And they go hogging. Yeah, they go hogging out there. Oh, the humanity. And she knows it now. This is where the difficulty of the dating marketplace is going. And this is where we accept all. Uh, this woman will have more action going on than you. Just a reminder that I am very fat and very sexy. And I am 100% glorifying obesity. And there's nothing you can do about it. A little bit of attention goes a long way, guys, and women do. Unfortunately, uh, how we want to do it, hyper hypergamy is in full effect, and um, women do command. Uh, when they get attention, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. They can continue to tell themselves they're perfect princesses, and there's nothing you can say about it because the attention trumps whatever you say. <laughs> the attention trumps whatever you say. She's you tell women you'll never get married. She's like, what? I got all this attention. And then, and you're like, well, they just want to ski in your throat. Well, it doesn't matter. I, I got all this attention. One of these guys will marry me. One of those guys will marry her or impregnate her. And, and you're sitting there like, what do you do with this information? Well, the attention trumps any rational conversation or any logic that you can have with them. Let's talk about this woman right here. Um, let me see if I can share the tab. Uh, we're going to go to this woman here. And of course, we're not fat shaming. We're just telling them where society is going, right? Where society is going. You should know about this. All right. Let me let me see if I can find the right tab that's being highlighted. Okay, here we go right here. Uh, this is a this is a volunteer, but she's going to portray herself as a victim. Remember, there's no there's no victims. There's only volunteers. And when you're overweight, that's volunteering for a certain status in life, meaning you might not fit into chairs made for slim people. You might not fit into one airplane seat. You volunteered yourself for that. You can't be a victim. You might not fit down the water slide. That's called a volunteer. There's a way to actually not make yourself a volunteer for that. You can actually, you, you, have, you have control over this. But then they want you to make society change around them. Let's go ahead and play. Sometimes my friends will hit me up and like want to go try new restaurants, especially in the summer months. So we can just go chill on a patio, have some drinks. Um, this woman looks like she got all kinds of sicknesses going on. She got dark under eye circles. Her skin is very blotchy. Hair is actually receding. Hairlines receding. All right. She's eating a lot of processed food here. She got a mole growing on her face. STD on her tongue. This this person's in not in good health. Okay, but trick us with whatever Jedi mind tricks you want to trick us with. And I always have to Google the establishments and look at their seating just to make sure that it will actually accommodate me. And most of the time it doesn't, especially boo. Yeah, she's been smoking a lot of weed, weed smoking lips. She smokes vape pipes and weeds. Let's go ahead. Date me. And most of the time it doesn't, especially booths and the patio chairs with like the little sidearm things. Last weekend, I actually went swimming with my sister and her kids, and my nephew kept asking me, like, Auntie, won't you go on the slide with me? And I had to explain to him that they weren't going to let me go on the slide because of my weight. Okay, so first of all, she's a forever auntie. She's a forever aunt. She's a bridesmaid, never a bride. 
she's never going to get married and probably never going to have children. All right. So she's a forever aunt at age 30 or maybe higher. All right. She's always going to be babysitting her sister's kids. Now, here in the situation here, she got a nose ring in. I don't know why. Here, here it is. They won't let me go on the slide. Oh, the humanity. They won't let me go on the slide. Or you don't fit on the slide. That's number one. Or they figure that you might not be able to, your center of gravity. Let me just tell you what's going on here. <laughs> your center of gravity is going to really affect your safety on the slide. Because your center of gravity is not your 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 core can't get engaged when you go topsy turvy and then you going shooting yourself into a pool full of kids at the bottom. Okay. <laughs> you start going here and left and right. You can't control how to get your feet and your legs to get back into a balanced position. And then you go shooting into a pool full of kids at the bottom. And then you come in like a torpedo. And then all of a sudden you take out 50, 11 people. Not only that, the screws and the whole thing in order to keep the water in the slide might be compromised with you going down there multiple times. All right. So not only that, have you ever seen have you ever seen a larger person lose their balance? You seen a larger person lose their balance? OK, a larger person losing their balance. It's like, oh, my goodness, they can't brace their fall. If they brace their fall, they break their wrist. Most of the time, they start falling and leaning and weebling and wobbling. I mean, it, it gets bad. All right. They they got no center of gravity. They can't recorrect the fall. And this is a danger to yourself. It's a danger to yourself. You're going to face plant, hit the back of your head. Because your center of gravity is off. And one of the one of the most underrated things to have is agility. Agility is one of the greatest things that people over. Uh, they, they never they underestimate being an agile person is a is a underrated skill. Older people lose their ability to have agility. You lose your agility by just aging, by less testosterone. You use agil lose your agility. Like agility is the mean you're walking across the street and you step on the curb. That 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 is agility. Agility is something's coming towards you and you can sidestep it. That's agility. Lateral movement. All right. You can jump over it slightly without compromising your balance. And this person right here, yeah, just your reaction time. That's agility. Reaction time. Something's happening. You can react. Okay. You walk out into the middle of the street. Oh, a car is coming. You can back up. This is underrated skill. And it's skill that was developed over years. Some people have it great naturally. Some people develop it over years and some people develop in physical education classes and so forth and so on. This person, I guarantee you, she didn't go to physical education class. Ah, we don't need this. And she developed a situation where she became a volunteer and she basically going down the water slide. You need agility. You need reaction time. You need to be able to avoid. You need to be able to stop and brace and hold on and get your balance. What if you can't get your balance in the bottom of the pool? You know what I mean? You end up, you shoot down there, you take 10 people out, and then you can't regain your balance and you drown. They're like, we're not sending your ass down the slide. Oh, the humanity. We can't send you down the slide because you're going to be compromising us. And then if you go down there and something happens, you're going to blame us. You didn't tell us that we had to regain our balance up under the water. All right. So here you go, right here. This is what we're talking about. But you tell them that, and they're like, well, you're discriminating against me. Or, 
Just because I'm this way doesn't mean I don't have agility. Well, we cannot take the risk. You probably don't have agility. <laughs> okay, so you might you might take out 10 kids at the bottom of the pool. Today, a TikTok creator actually unlocked a new fear for me, which is the idea of like if I was ever flying and traveling for like a vacation or something and I were to lose my luggage that I'd be totally fucked because most places like 99% of places don't carry anything large enough to fit me. Um, so I'd just be like wearing the same outfit for the entirety of my trip. Um, I've been denied oh, medical care and procedures before because of my weight. Oh, my Lord, man, we got to the point where we can't tell people even you might die if you are not fat enough and you get the black band surgery. You might die if you have a baby. We can't tell people this. I've been denied medical procedures. Well, they're trying not to kill you. They try not to kill you. If you jump on here and you try to get this, yeah. Or you're not fat enough to get the lap band. This is what she's insinuating. I tried to get the lap band. They said I wasn't overweight enough. You know, you have to be severely overweight to get the lap band. She's probably said, they probably said, you're not big enough. I've been denied procedures. I've been denied birth control. They won't give me birth control. Well, there's a reason why they won't give you birth control because birth control loses its, its uh, efficiency or efficacy significantly if you're over 180 pounds. It's almost useless. I would also actually actually shoot you with a poisonous dart, okay? <laughs> like in the wild, I had to get your ass over right here. I had to get poisonous, poisonous birth control. <laughs> now nah, we can't put you on birth control. It, it won't have any effectiveness. I've been denied medical procedure. Let's continue. And then what is she talking about? Her luggage, her clothes so big, it won't fit in the luggage. Or she's saying they're going to charge me more. They're going to charge me more because my clothes were bigger. What the? Mm. Oh, man, I tell you, our society is getting weaker and weaker. And there's going to be some people mad at this. But she volunteered for that. I think looping back around to like the original video here. Please. Um, there's plenty of things that I would like to do, but I can't because of my weight. And. You're a volunteer for that. And I think the most important takeaway here oh is the fact that these are things that I shouldn't be prevented from doing that I shouldn't be able to do. Um, this is very much just society um, not acknowledging uh, my existence, basically, and just how much fat people are, are just kind of an afterthought. Oh, man, let's give her an L for this. She's all wrong. She's all wrong. She could actually, there's a lot she could do for this, but she's choosing not to. She's choosing not to. She can change her life in a matter of two years, and none of these things will be an issue. But, of course, we have to bow down and cater to her and assume that she's happy. Oh, she's happy with the way she is, so she doesn't want to change. Well, there's consequences and repercussions to everything. If you're happy, first of all, you're not happy. We can tell you're not happy. Yeah, she's not happy. But we're going to say she's healthy and happy. Obviously, she's not. Obviously, she's not. Anyway, there's things that short men can't do. There's men, there's things that tall people can't do. All right. Are we supposed to raise the ceilings for all the tall people? All right. Tall people. I'm tired of ducking up underneath the ceiling. Like, you know, the door entries, they're all made for people 6'4 and below. But if I'm 6'5, everywhere I go, I got to go duck up under the door. All right. They need to make all the door entries. <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness. Let's get to these Super Chats, brothers. Thank you for contributing. Super Chats, Cash Apps. All right. Uh, what a world we live in. All right. Actual King Smith. Mac Attack says, thanks, Coach. Been watching regularly the last two weeks, and I realized that I made a grave mistake living with a single mother of two kids the last four months working on figuring out how to save myself. Oh, my goodness. Yes, man. You you just want somebody to, to wrap you in my warm embrace. You wanted somebody to wrap you in that warm embrace. I know. And she made you feel good. And, you know, after four months, she revealed herself to who she truly was. And yeah, brother, you took in that L. Hit the like button in the building. Shout out to DGC Moore. This is reprehensible. How dare GMA take TJ and Amy Flatback off the air indefinitely. Coach, it's always Jermaine's fault. And guess what? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's And guess fault. what? They're going to blame that brother because now they done dug up that he was out here slanging that thing around uh, to other women. And that brother's about to take an L. TJ, uh, TJ, I can't remember his last name. TJ, I did a show on you. You about to go down, brother. You about to go down. You know they're going to have to blame a brother for out there being predatory to women. Hey, guys. Hey, gentlemen. Gentlemen. I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say this again because the dating Mac coaches keep telling me, don't worry about this stuff. But this is a guy that he probably makes a half a million dollars a year doing that goofy ass job where he's basically just a robot reading off a teleprompter. He ain't got no talent. He just got some looks. You know, he looking like Gregory Abbott talking about, girl, I want to shake you down. Well, well, that's what he looked like. He looked like a $2 Gregory Abbott. All right. And so what's happening is now he didn't went out there. He could not prevent. The fact that he wants to be a Mac and then Mac all the white hoes at the job. Stop. Stop slinging your thing at the job. There's, dude, the women, listen, just look. The women you're slinging the thing around at the job are average at best. Average. I can give you all the loving you need. Well, well. Man, these people are average girls at your job. Coach, man, this girl choosing me at my job. Leave her ass alone. Looking like a $2 Terrence Trent Darby. Talk about something. <laughs> All right. Sign your name across my heart. I want you to be my lady. This is absolutely reprehensible, man. Go get some peace leave away from the job. You know you got good Oh, man, stop it. Talk about some, you're, you are my wishing well, kiss and tell. You are my wishing well. Mm. I'm tired of you, brothers. <laughs> All right, shout out to Jay, uh, Asian. Is it Asian? Fresh? Maybe I just thought about that. Just checking in. I used to call you Asian, but I think it's Asian Fresh. Just checking in. Coach gang in the building, you know. <laughs> JC roared in a little 21-year-old bendable. He says, gave her the aftercare, then took my best friend and her son to the Lions game. Bench, side seat. My ex called and said she saw me on TV. Her voice literally sounded sad. Oh, she sounded sad. And he said, wait, hold on. He said, I got money. Hey, man, show your lifestyle. Remember what I told you, man. The best thing you could do, social proof. Social proof. What do they call it? Status, money, looks, and status. Status trumps. To me, we can have that great debate again. Status trumps. So if you show, you sideline, you on the bench, you get on TV, you waving, you living your life, 
women can't help but want to be a part of that. They want to be a part of that. They're like, oh, you doing what? Oh, take me. Oh, take the next time you get to take me. And then you tell them what the cost of entry is. You say, ask gas or cash. Mm. No one rides for free. Shout out to my band. Uh, who was the artist? K, wait a minute. I can't remember his name. It was Ice Cube's artist. K something. Whatever his name was. Ask gas or cash. No one rides for free. Somebody knows the artist that I'm talking about. No, not Mac. It was a brother in the night. KD. KD. Shout out to KD. Ask gas or cash. All right, what's the price of interest? Hey, hey, next time you have sideline seats, coach, let me know. And I'll be like, got to be the freshest MC. He, he. And it has got to be me. Ask gas or cash. Ask gas or cash. Mm. <laughs> what will you want? <laughs> oh, man. Yo, it's either what do you do, man. Ladies, hey, there's a price for admission. All right, shout out to you. And I know y'all don't want to pay up. Somebody said, Crystal said, now gas wouldn't be enough. Yeah, I'm not interested in the gas. I got gas money. I got gas money. I got money. Now, if you want to pay the cash. <laughs> oh, that's what CGA stands for? Cash, gas, or ass. <laughs> mm. That's what, who said that? Shout out to Beetle Bamford. Yeah, that's what CGA stands for. Gas, cash, gas, or ass. Ladies, it's one. And I don't care about the gas. <laughs> All right, JC, man, shout out to you. Darth Ward says, Coach, my ex tried to come back after aborting my twins. She probably take me out next if I let her back. Oh, man, brothers, we can't. We can't. Guys, uh, what do we tell you about? your ex coming back in your life, creeping her ass back. And they will do the most deceitful, devious, dangerous things to you and come back and wipe the slate clean. Like you don't forgot. Hey, ladies, what is this in your D DNA? What is this in your DNA that literally make you guys do just the dirtiest and despicable things to good men and then ask to come back and act like the dude don't remember? He ain't gonna remember. Well, uh, I early terminated his twins. I I put I I I punctured his tires. I keyed his car. I cheated on him. He caught me cheating, and I act like it didn't happen. And y'all always come back because y'all think the dudes is weak sexually. Oh, peaches! Here come peaches, peaches, peaches is here. Peaches is here. Shout out to Peaches. Yeah. You still mad about that? You still mad? They make you, they make you mad. They come back two years. I can't believe you still mad about that. Peaches. Men do the same thing. <laughs> hey, uh, why that why that music? Because you're trolling. Men do it too. Mm. Bruh. Stop with that bullshit. Ladies, you know who does this? A small portion of men that all of you share. Mm. 
there's not dude the, the, you guys keep overlooking the fact that y'all are sharing the top percentage of men y'all keep getting done wrong by the top percentage of men and then y'all come down later and be like and that's you. and then y'all try to run game on good dudes Y'all try to run game on virgins and incels that are just happy to have you, Peaches. I'm happy to have you, Peaches. Peaches, you're my dream girl. I'll do anything for you. And you stab that dude in the back. And then you come back. You still mad at that? It's I don't get how, you know, I do get it. Women don't realize you're sharing the top 20, 30% of men. The men that y'all just are invisible to you. And y'all do dirty and y'all treat for foodie calls and you know he's a hopeless romantic. Y'all overlook him. Ah, you're just happy. You're just one of the good guys. Thank you for five dinners and I'm going to give you nothing. Drop. What about those guys? What about those guys? And that's the majority of men. That's the majority of men. The majority of men are not doing goofy shit to women. Women will never understand this. We never, the majority of men never even get a shot to do a woman dirty. I'll say it again. The majority of men never even get a chance to do a woman dirty. <laughs> they never. You lucky to get one woman. We're going to get to that when we talk about ethical non-monogamy. You lucky to get one broad, one, let alone two. And let me tell you something. By the time a guy gets a second uh, chance at a second woman. He got one. And this woman, he gave his life to. He gave his life just to hold on to this woman. I got to hold on to your love. And then a second woman comes around. This is the majority of men, not the top tier men. A second woman comes around and he be like, am I going to roll the dice? And that might take him years to get a second woman. Years. When it comes to women, when it comes to the top 10, 20, 30% of men, we can get them like this. No big deal. And we can play you for a fool. So let's just understand it. He says, no such thing as top tier. It is what it is. But guys, when, when, when women say men do this shit too, they're talking about a small selection of men that they all get piped down by. All. All the women, 80% of the women walking around have been piped down by 20 to 25% of the available men. All of you, you all have fallen in that category, like 80% pushing into 90%. Y'all all have shared. Have you ever looked at some people? Have you ever looked at some people and they all look the same? Like you can go from Midwestern city to Midwestern city and it's always that black person that has the dark, the light brown eyes. Not only do they have the light brown eyes, they have the same facial symmetry. You'd be looking at them like, boy, you look like Dontavious from Indianapolis. Don't you look like Dontavious? And you'll go to Chicago and there'll be a whole bunch of ninjas look just like that person. You'd be like, God damn. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go to Milwaukee, same ninja. What the fuck? You look like Dante. Don't you have a cup? That daddy done been around the whole. He been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. They look the exact same in that family. I guarantee you, you trace the men in that family. 
the men in that family have shared the majority of women in that population. And the reason why this is called genetic selection, this is called natural selection because they have a genetic trait that is rare where they are. And that genetic trait gets sought out by the majority of women. Like for instance, a light skin, light eyed black person, hazel eyed, light eyed, but that person is going to stand out there. And those genetic traits are going to be what women seek out. Therefore that person has the majority of the reach in that community. That right there is going to, you do that exponentially. You do that exponentially. Then you'll come to the arrival that 80% has shared 20%. Mm. It's, it's super easy to figure out. You can take that genetic trait, whatever the genetic trait is, height, eye color, hair, quality of hair. An older man that has a fuller head of hair probably could still spread his seed around. Balder guy, probably not. He got the homie the clown. It's what it is. That's that's called genetic traits. That's called natural selection. That all plays in here, but y'all want to keep thumping your Bible. You see people that look like that. You go to El Paso, Texas, and there'll be people that kind of like look lighter skin, jet black hair, and you'll be like, why do those why do those people look like that? And they'll have an affluence in society. They won't be poor. They won't be dirt poor. They'll be affluent in that society. What does that come from? That comes from the Spaniards and the richer Spaniards that was that that had the genetic traits or the conquering, and they will go into that part of Mexico or United States, southern part of the United States. Their genetic traits will stand out, their affluence will stand out, and they will have the majority of women, and they will have babies and descendants all over the place, Genghis Khan style. Genghis Khan style, because those people can have multiple families and multiple people. It's pretty simple to figure out. So when we talk about 80-20 rule and so forth and so on, it extends beyond race. It goes down to it. So when women say, well, men do it too, we're talking about a small percentage of men that you all seem to share. The majority of men get nothing. <laughs> all right. It is what it is. So I just come here to educate y'all. Somebody said the community, he says in the community, they're not affluent. Yeah, that's the problem with community selection seems to avoid money. Economics and natural selection in the community is non-existent. <laughs> it's not existent. And this is why the community is where it is. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. JC says cases been solved due to phone connecting to ears. Oh, cars. Cases have been, I said ears. <laughs> It looks like an E. Cases have been solved due to phones connecting to ears, cars. But yes, cases have been solved due to your phone. So for instance, your phone is not for you, your convenience. It's for the world's convenience. Look at your location settings and so forth and so on. Uh, you can turn your location settings off, but then you won't have access to certain apps. Who is the phone for, Goofy? Mm. All right, shout out to Henry Brazilian. We headed into the Black Mirror, White Christmas, with social uh, credit scores, literally, you can be deleted socially while still alive. All should watch Black Mirror. Yeah. How about that, bro? I, I literally think about this. You can they can delete your personality, Andrew Tate and so forth and so on. And you got to go into the underworld apps that support free speech, quote unquote. So that's a form of uh, that's a form of social assassination. If they could just be like, we're going to delete you and give you no access to a social area. Come on. And we literally live by this. We were like, yep, they don't get the right to do this and participate in that. Why? Because you disagree with them? 
you disagree with a person, I get I get hate speech. Hate speech is one thing, but you disagree with a philosophy. I don't come in here and hate on women. I just basically tell you who they are. I describe women. I don't hate them. <laughs> Ladies love cool C says, do you think that older XXs in their 40s or 50s will still have men lined up? Absolutely. The idea that women are going to hit the wall at 40 and they're going to have no men is asinine. Are they going to have marriageable men? marriageable men probably not the ones that they want to marry but women in their 40s got that good good juicy stuff don't get it twisted women in their 40s are very sexual and they can be good in the bed and all of that stuff their problem is they might not have mentally matured enough yet to distinguish themselves between a 20 year old woman and a 30 year old woman so they might be still bargaining that sexuality for future resources which a lot of men will not do. Some men will do it. But when they are 40 and 50 and trying to leverage sex against a marriage, a future resources, a retirement plan, most men don't fall for that. Just naturally, they don't. Some men do, and they will put that guy out there. Most men don't fall for that shit. Because why? Naturally, instinctively, we know we can't put babies in that woman. We can't create a future with her. She largely benefits from those relationships. But yes, older women will have men lined up. Dude, there's women in their 80s that a dude in their 30s will go pound out right now. Mm. Yeah, Lala Anthony's talking about this and exposing it. She was like, I've been married all this time. Now I have younger men, men coming after me. Dude, men will pound out anything. Anything. The age don't matter. Now, can she turn that into a good, stable relationship? No. She can't. She can't. A woman in her 50s can't say, I got younger men and I turn it into a stable relationship. No. She's at, that's a pipe dream. All she's going to do is get pipe. <laughs> it's all good. But I, I showed you, especially when it comes to black men, black men will pipe down woman. She could be looking like the damn ghost of the with the funk of 40,000 years. She could look like the gross of peace lead past. She can look like the damn she can look like the tales of the crypt keeper. And he, there'll be a brother running over there. And brothers ain't the only ones. They'll be, do, if an 80-year-old woman, your 80-year-old neighbor came out and said, pulled her dentures out, it was like, let me give you that gummy, you would be running over there like this. Don't tell me, not all brothers, but there'll be some brothers that do it, so it is what it is. If you knew you weren't going to get caught, if you knew you weren't going to get caught, you'd be over there. There's brothers that will get caught on camera. Big Doe Butter says TJ Holmes is about to get divorced. Great. Ticket hell and back. And back to hell. Yes, he is. Boom. And he's got a lot of support system doing it. Come on, man. Stop doing it. Stop doing it at your job. Brothers, we got to get over the fact that uh, there's no more Casanovas. There's no more Casanova. Casanova is dead. All right. The days where we could look at a man and say, you keep getting all these women. Look at you. You're a fascinating man. That th Those days are over because women are choosing now. Women are choosing. So getting a woman in the day is very relatively easy, especially if you have status, looks, money, handsome, tall. I mean, there's no secret anymore. <laughs> there used to be a secret. How do you do it? Oh, you just need confidence. That's somewhat true, but that ain't the end all be all. Having look, status, and money, and height, and having genetic markers is highly going to be effective for you. And women can seek you out now 
and they can seek and destroy. And I know a lot of dating guys will be like, well, no, not really. No, no, no. And they'll tell you, oh, this 5'4 dude over here, he get a lot of hoes. They even rolled out a dude in a wheelchair. He only had access to his neck and above. And he was sitting over there in an electric wheelchair. They rolled his monkey ass out there and talked about how he's slaying junior college bras. These people are above nothing. These people are below that. Look, they are slimy people. I know a lot of five, six dudes that get a lot of hoes. So do I. I'm, I'm one of them. What you talking about? Like getting hoes means nothing now. <laughs> I was not struggling getting hoes. All right. Now I was struggling getting uh, uh, logical women. And then I realized it wasn't my problem. They just not. They're just illogical. I had to come to that damn agree uh, conclusion. Like, oh, I'm not the only one out here struggling with r- <laughs> rational people, <laughs> rational females. Then I had to interpret what's going on. Like, damn, everybody out here is struggling with this. Why? Because there's none or very few. <laughs> All right. Anyway, stop with that. All right. Uh, let me see here. Macaroni Tony triples up. You're so right. We had a Skittles woman at work who did a whole cross dressing thing. He showed pics at a meeting and all the excesses were like, wow, you look just like us. And then they asked me what my thoughts are. <laughs> Macaroni Tony was like, yo. All right. He says, wait until them pro black followers find out. A lot of their leaders are on the dark side and into race play. You don't want to bring that new, up. New, 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 new world order. They also into Skittle play, but that's not even the discussion. Many of your pro black leaders be on the side <laughs> with white chicks on the side. Or they light bright, almost white. Shout out to uh, my man, C-Dubs. He says, hey, coach, what do you think about the Deion Sanders situation? Uh, he says, "My personal, me personally, I think he did way more than he needed to for the swack in HBCUs. Ninjas ain't never happy. Yes. I'm not happy. Crabs in a bucket. <laughs> no, Deion, don't go to a bigger, better place. Stay down there in Jackson State. Have you ever been to Jackson State's campus? Now, compare it to Colorado's campus. Now, we need to stay here and build our own shit up, and you stay down here <laughs> and wait for us to catch up with whom? No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Shout out to uh, no government name, CGA. At my old job, I had a liberal Karen terrorist as a manager one time. Um, at work, I was listening to Tim Pool, and my headphones died, and audio started playing in the office. He says, I shut it down in time. She asked if it was CNN. I said, yes, at the shuffle. Man, crazy, 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 crazy. I'm going to get back to the show. All right. For the people who are like, come on, the rise. This is the main event. And I got a story after this, but the rise CGA coach Radamus. This is another kind of a review session for many people. But of course, this is going to come up for a lot of you youngster for millennials in generation Z. The idea that men want to be women, want to be men and more men want to be women. It's apparent. Okay, a lot of men are transitioning into women because they might see it as an easy way out. Some of the women that have transitioned to men, they have self-deleted. All right, they're like, can't do it. They're also having the idea that sexually women want to identify as men, meaning they want to have as many bodies as much fun as they want on the carousel and then eventually still trade it in for marriage. And then you might think she's not going to cheat. She's not going to want to open her relationship up. Well, I just want to tell you the type of information, you might call it propaganda, that they are feeding women that you don't know about. One of the things that I've told men to do is try to, if you wanted to understand women, follow what they follow on social media. 
Never listen to them. Just follow their actions. Go on social media. If you have a girl you want to date, go on her social media account. Follow everyone she's following. This is real game. Follow everything that she's following. So she's going to be following um, Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande and Lizzo. And all of these people here. Hollywood Unlocked. Bad Girls Club. Bad Barbie. Whatever her name is. Bad Baby. <laughs> all right. Porn stars. Uh, Call Me Daddy podcast. Call Me Daddy podcast. Get him, daddy. All right. All kind of shit. And she's going to be highly. Yeah. The Shade Room. Yeah. Doja Cat. Yeah. It, you're going to be like, whoa. Now, you don't realize that over time, these drip campaigns are giving them heavy propaganda, especially on TikTok. They're going to be following raging liberals. It's going to be out of your out of control. Uh, what's that girl named Stacey Abrams? It's going to be crazy. You're going to be like, wow, well, this woman never mentions any of these things. They never mention these ideologies, especially when you don't ask them the hard questions, meaning you don't exercise the, the feminist. You don't exercise the feminist. You don't try to get the feminist to jump out. And then she confuses you with wordplay and word salad and never just hardcore commits to an issue. She just works around it so that you don't discover who she really is. Here's a case of ethical non-monogamy. Now, if you use your goggle, google.com, I'm going to show you something. You might see my foot picture collection right here. But uh, here's a tab. Type in ethical non-monogamy in here, and you're going to see 511 credible sources, which I would call psychological, psychological sources, and media, which women love media. Women are consumed with media. They're loving them because the media will somehow figure out who's your daddy. They will actually just push things that women agree with and men are going to disagree with, and they don't care because women are going to bring the dollars. So here's very well mind ethical non-monogamy, the what, why, and how of ENM. Ethical non-monogamy here on mindbodygreen.com. Ethical non-monogamy 101, basis and rules for practicing ENM. And we're going to break down what ENM stands for. What is ethical non-monogamy? ENM relationships. Mm. Now, don't tell, don't let us tell you that men are naturally non-monogamous. They would actually crucify you. They go crazy. But I tell you that women are not monogamous as well. And now that they get the chance to, they will practice ENM. What uh, here is betterhelp.com. These are all here's vogue.com, psychcentral.com, simplepsychology.org. All right, all places that women will go and use womenshealth.com, womenshealth.com. These are all places that women will say, Look, they're talking about it and something's not wrong with it if they're bringing it up and they will try to make you practice it. So here's what we're going to do What is ethical non monogamy? And I'll describe it and then you can see. If this matches up to what you would want to have naturally done in your earlier days, if you're a boomer, if you're a Gen Xer, if you were a man and you pushed in the 1990s ethical non-monogamy, they would out here be out here socially castrating you. They would be like, what you dog? You can't keep it in your pants and whatnot and what for. Ethical non-monogamy. And by the way, you as a man can practice ethical non-monogamy, but they still going to call you all kind of scan. Uh, um, uh, peaches will be in here. Peaches will be in here. Peaches will be in here calling me all kind of ridiculous things right here. Ethical non-monogamy, here's the definition, is a type of relationship where the partners are free to explore sexual or romantic relationships with others. This would be called cheating back in the 90s. And most men who pushed for this would be called cheaters and dogs and so forth and so on. 
but you're now seeing women engaging in this highly and openly. Unlike conventional non-monogamy, partners in ethical non-monogamy give consent to other, to one another, to have intimate relationships with each other. Therefore, the most notable hallmark of this form of relationship is that all parties are willing to be in this type of relationship. Now, let me just tell you. Now, because of the feminism movement and women are more involved in media and psychology and University of California berserkly degrees, they come in with their certifications and they sit down in their little, they, they'll, they'll, cro- they'll sit down cross-legged or Indian style or crisscross applesauce and they'll explain to you because they have a certification or a degree about ethical non-monogamy. Oh, it's completely healthy. 20 years ago, if you were like, I'm ethically non-monogamous, women will go scrambling. They'll be like, what kind of shit is this? But women overwhelmingly are going to be using this phrase, ethical non-monogamy. And I actually had it used against me the first time two years ago. And it opened my eyes. I was like, what? Okay, what are we talking about? So let's break it down. And I'll, I'll show you with evidence here what I talked about earlier this week. Actually, I got to unshare this because you guys, um, actually, the volume does not need it on this one because it has music in the background. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to um, narrate. And some of you guys might not be able to see this, but it is what it is. And shout out to the people who listen on podcasts. Go listen to me on Google Play, Spotify, and all that stuff before they get me. New, 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 new world order. Black woman here. And I did a show on this last week and say all women cheat. Why? Because they use a variety of men to accomplish the support system. Even a woman that has multiple fathers of multiple kids is using multiple, sis- m- multiple systems of men, socially, economically, uh, emotionally, to arrive at uh, the point that she needs, all right, completion. She'll never eliminate one man to keep one, all right? She'll keep others around. This woman here is going to show you that she has multiple men, and I actually just talked about this. And this is a skit, but the art imitates life or life imitates art. I don't care what you want to say here. This woman here created this skit to demonstrate her use of multiple men. She says right here, gym crush. I'm at the gym working. Uh, I'm not sorry. I'm at the gym, want to work out together. And there she goes, leaving in her gym clothes. Okay. And yeah, she's thicker than the snicker with a wig on. But it's all good. Anyway, the next clip, work bay, work husband, want to meet for drinks after work. And here she is putting her red bottom heels on. She had to demonstrate she had her red bottoms on, I believe. And she's in her work attire going to happy hour. Next clip, zaddy. Zaddy, I got money. Reservations is at 8 p.m., sweetheart. And now she's dressed for dinner with Zaddy. I got money. Yes, dinner with Zaddy. Next text message is going to be Pastor's son, the good guy. Don't be late for church again. And she's dressed not ready for church. I'm going to let you know right now that's not church attire, but the pastor's son text. Ready for church. Travel boo. Did you make it to the airport? And she has her luggage and suitcase. There's music in the background, so I can't play this. But she has her luggage and suitcase. And then you also, that's going to be the last one. So I'll go ahead and play it in full so you guys can see what's going on here. And um, you're going to see the comment section. I'll read a couple of comments just so you can see. This is proof of what I've been talking about. Give Coach Adamas another win. New, new, new world order. There it is, Zaddy, Derivation Reservations at 8. Pastor Son, the good guy, don't be late for church. All right, Travel Boo, 
Did you make it to the airport? All right. So there you see it right there. And um, let's go ahead and peruse a couple of the comment sections uh, for this skit because people are like, you did that skit. No, this is how they behave. This is a woman says me all of 2023. I tried the relationship thing and baby y'all play too much. Okay. A woman says I just had to dip the toe and tried liking something, someone else again. I'm good. All right. So they're like, I tried the relationship thing. Uh, most of the time when they try the relationship thing, they're trying it with men of high status. They're trying it with men that obviously are being selected by other women and they get done dirty and they come right back out here. And then they say, we're going to play the good guys in. We're going to play the simps. We're going to play the tricks. We're going to play the dudes that are looking for attention. The gym booze, the guys who think they're getting choosing signals. And for somehow you think these women aren't getting the other uh, getting chosen nowhere else. You act like you discovered gold or oil. Okay, you think, oh, I found this woman. She's giving me choosing signals as if she's getting no attention anywhere else. And you think you're Casanova. And I'm like, these girls out here, Sharon, they're choosing. They're choosing. Someone says, no, this is not a flex kid. And then this man says, half the woman saying that they are going to do this. Just ask yourself, do I look good enough to have these options? Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Uh, one woman says one is a handful. And um, let me see here. This is a woman. This is the beauty of being single and dating in all caps. No commitment or titles, just time spent. Y'all be ready to be in a serious relationship after one date. No fun or enjoying an experience before committing to someone you don't even know. So uh, just there's more on this one. If you guys want to check out that, don't go over there to harass. Just go appreciate what you're learning over there. Go to learn. Don't go over there to try to argue or debate. I think it's fruitless to argue and debate. We have all the evidence on our side. So that's just one example. And I'm going to take that down and show you. Okay, that's also, that's a form of ethical non-monogamy. We're also going to show you over here uh, examples that our brother has shared. And I've seen plenty of these as well of women who are pushing ethical non-monogamy in their marriages and relationships, but they're still dating. They're still dating. Why are they dating? You have to come down. You have to figure that out. They may be dating because they're broke, hungry. They may be dating because they're looking for another type of connection. They may be dating to look for the next person they monkey branch to. This is called hyper hypergamy. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> now, if you went on a dating app, specifically Bumble, which is owned by a woman or controlled and ran by a woman, but basically was funded by her sugar daddy and this now went public. Mm. Allegedly. This dating app centers around women being in control of dating. Now, if you went on Bumble and you said, I'm ethically non-monogamous, I'm looking to get a stable full of hoes, they will block you. They will block you. They will delete you from the app. <laughs> okay, just letting you know. But you're seeing on the woman's side, this is a woman named Erin, age 31, right into the millennial age. She has her pronouns, she and her. It says right here, I'm married, but looking for my special person. Peaches, where you at? Peaches, where you at? Peaches. Is Peaches still here? I'm married, but looking for my special person. Yes, my husband knows. We'll talk about what that means. I'm a laid back country girl, a good small town girl, and full time mom. My kids come first, so if that's an issue, then please don't like. 
So your kids come first. Your husband comes last. Your special person comes in between. And why is this happening? Let me tell you something. This is all a point of where we're going socially because men are in that category of men who struggle sexually. Remember when I was telling you the 80-20 rule, 80% of women are being fornicated with, with 20% of the men. Most of the men are invisible to dating, to on dating apps or any of that shit. Most of the time in public, you have to stand out significantly in some sort of way or at least stand out to even get recognized by one woman. Now, with this statistic being what it is, many men will say, okay, if I'll just get a wife. And if she gets into an open relationship, it is what it is. It's a cuckold society. Most men have to participate in being a cuckold. They have to participate in the woman saying, I'm empowered. I want you for you. I love you, honey. You're the best, honey boo. But, you know, I, I need a guy. You're young. You haven't made it economically yet. I need a sugar daddy. Or I met this guy in the gym and, you know, I want to hook up with him. Would you mind uh, letting me getting pounded out by him? You know, you can watch. You can record it. You can you can upload it for my OnlyFans, but, you know, you just don't have the money. You don't have the muscles. I love you, honey, though. I love you. So women are that are insulted by men that want open relationships or they want a rotation or they want a harem or a concubine. You have full women out here running around here with. Um, I realize I'm on Wi-Fi, so if we have any problems, I'll have to switch. My machine toggled it. Uh, but um, but you have full women going out here going, I'm married and I got a husband. I'm on a dating app. I need a sugar daddy, blah, blah, blah. This is full on socially accepted poly polyamory. And she's not getting kicked off the site for this. Huh? All right. People don't believe me. And guys, I've been, I've been on this dark side. So I've been on both sides of this. I've been on the side where, well, I've been on one side where I've been with women that have had boyfriends and husbands that they live with in open relationships. These women that are in the millennial and the young millennials, not the older ones, like 33, 32, 34 and below. And Generation Z, they seen no problem with this. Here's this woman. God, this is the woman. Um, this is maybe a different woman. I'm in a poly relationship. I'm married, but looking for my special person. Man, oh my. Oh, the humanity. I showed you that polyamory, and I said this for the last four years, that polyamory is the new form of relationships. We practice it on paper. We practice it in public socially, but on paper, we're monogamous. And this is a means to control most sexually unattractive men. Here's a woman named Erica with all kinds of liver spots and blotches on her skin. But uh, we could diss them if we want. We could talk about she's fat and ugly and overweight and average at best and stock factory issue. But guess what's happening? They're marrying men, and they still running out here in these streets. In these streets. Here's a woman right here looking for someone to match my silly in an open marriage. Want to be friends with benefits. You see it right here, guys. I'm not making this up, and you can say these are fake apps or skits. There it is. This is the future of relationships. And most guys who are in sales virgins, they'll accept this role. I'll take it. Here's a woman here. Here's another. Uh, is this the same woman? Look, another one. Another one. And they'll practice it openly. Look at this goofball. All right, look. You see this shit? 
This is an example of a guy that will accept this shit. He'll be like, I have no choice. This is the only piece of ass I will see ever in my life. I might be able to get another two, three pieces of ass. This is the only one. And it's the easiest piece of ass. Now, if she got to go get throttled by her other black boyfriends, and shout out to Donovan Sharp, she's got a choker on. So this is a part of Donovan Sharp's slut tales. She's demonstrating. And guys, there are going to be some brothers over there hogging, beating that up. And it's going to be in your favor because if you're a top-tier guy, you can just beat her up, dismiss her, give her a little bit of aftercare, send her on her way. And she goes back to her husband. I have one just like this. This is not rare. This is not rare. Let's go uh, to the next one here. Oh, here's another one. Age 31. Look at the age. Look at the age. Happily partnered, but ENM. What is ENM? Emotional non-monogamy. Happily partnered. I got a man, but I got DMs fooled up. All right, do you qualify for ENM? Okay. It says right here, definitely not your average woman. Famous last words. We're looking for fun times with cool people. Gym rats, planet, plant enthusiasts. So she's a raging liberal. Um, here it is right here. Let me see. Continuing on. There she is right there. There's her cuckold husband right there. Let's go ahead and give him. There she is. So she's a plain Jane stock factory issue. Uh, Kaylee. And there's her five foot six. Now muscular. Average middle of the road, small town hunter. Lucky to have her. Lucky to have her boyfriend. Guys. This is where we're going. This is the future. Remember, I kept saying this two, three years ago. I know you heard Kevin Samuel say it. He said it because I was pushing it. I said polyamory is the future. Polyamory is the future. I've been saying this for a long time. When I wrote it in my book, The Evolution, we're going in another stratosphere. Now, when you come out and you want to say you want uh, more multiple partners, you want this, you want that, you at the junior college, guess what? They're going to call you all kind of dogs and silly people when they know full and damn well there's something called ethical non-monogamy. And mostly it's women pushing it. Okay, uh, let me see here. Is that the last one? Is that the last slide? I think that was the last slide. Okay, that was the last slide on this one. So let's go ahead and take this down and then go to the next bit of source and proof. That we're going to talk about here. Um, uh, yeah, right here. Okay, so this is allegedly a group of straggle daggles. We're going to go to the strags, <laughs> straggle daggles. This is a group of women. Of course, we talk about what trips are in spring break and all of this shit is girl trip. And people keep telling us, oh, no, we don't do that. I go sit on the beach and read a book. Okay, not when you're going with your girls. Uh, this girl says me and my friends went to Miami for spring break and came back pregnant and don't know who the fathers are. This, guys, this is a You know, remember, there was a time where men used to push the story and narrative for women. No longer, guys. I've been trying to tell you guys, and I'm going to play my cartoon here in a minute. I've been trying to tell you once women start telling their story, it's going to be unlike unlike. What you think women think like it's all in their actions and not in the words. And I know some women are like, well, this isn't me, coach. This don't put this on all of us. But unfortunately, some women will capitalize on this 
And a lot of you guys will be lucky to have girls like this. CGA explained this years ago. And I said, it's promiscuity an issue in today's culture. And we're going to let Red Pill Animated tell us the story about promiscuity uh, in women. Let's go ahead and audio this up. Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to pull it down here. Hold on for a second. You're going to see CGA's cartoon. <laughs> CGA's cartoon. Um, CGA's coming out with the, I'm bringing Saturday morning cartoons back. <laughs> I'm bringing Saturday morning cartoons back. All right, I got to set it up over here. Here we go. Now, this one's going to be a hard pill to swallow. I know I give you sometimes some pills to swallow. They're different color pills. They're just regular old CGA pills. Okay, They don't have to be red. Uh, women are naturally promiscuous. Promiscuous. Say promiscuous three times fast and pronounce it right. Uh, promiscuity is now an issue because it is so much. it is so much more prevalent than it was in our previous years. And we as men tend to have an old-fashioned idea about women and promiscu promiscuity that many men have before us tried to maintain, right? So in our mind growing up, we've been trained to believe that women are not naturally promiscuous, that they are naturally monogamous. Now, this is going to be a hard pill to swallow. I'm going to just tell you right now, it is the opposite. First of all, I don't think human beings are monogamous. And when I tell you about things about marriages and, and standards and building communities and religion, that role that it has played, what we've been practicing is what I call forced monogamy. Monogamy by society standards, monogamy by force. Point number two is this. All right. Now, this one's going to be a hard pill to swallow. I know I give you sometimes some. All right. Be quiet. Where are you at? All right, be quiet, CGA. Little CGA in the building, little Bill, little CGA. So um, Jordan Peterson calls it enforced monogamy. So religion enforces or reinforces monogamy. People who want to build communities and structure, keep the men here and keep the women here, keep the kids here. You want to build a community. You want to build a church. You want to build a following. You would enforce monogamy to build up your group of loyal people. Okay, so... Socially, if a person's non-monogamous or single, you'll say they're going to die alone, whether they're a man or woman. You're going to be lonely. You're going to be this and that. That's a way to enforce monogamy. That reinforces it. You need one. You will say things like every person deserves another person. We're here to have another partner. We're not here to walk alone. That reinforces monogamy. If you penalize people for having affairs like the GMA group, that reinforces monogamy. You can't sleep. You can't cheat. On your partner, that reinforces it. If you provide a penalty for being single or monogamous, you're going to actually reinforce monogamy. That's what we participate in. So as soon as you see non-monogamous um, um, behavior, you reinforce monogamy. So when people think women are non-monogamous, I'm sorry, women are monogamous, you're lying. It's not true. They are normally going to be saying, well, I don't want to look bad at the PTA. I don't want to look bad in front of my kids or my kids' school. That reinforces that, uh, that forces you into a monogamous situation. You're going to say, I follow Christ. I follow religion. I follow God. That You're going to go full Hafiz. That reinforces monogamy. If you penalize people tax-wise, meaning if you have a head of household or if you have a marriage, you're going to get tax benefits. That reinforces monogamy. If you say you're going to pay a bachelor tax or it's more, you'll get taxed more as a single, benefits monogamy, that reinforces it. That is what people get into when they get the structure now 
is there dangers to a non-monogamous society? Absolutely. Yes. You're going to be sexual health dangers. There's going to be dangers with people deleting other people. There's going to be a whole bunch of competition, heightened hyper hypergamy. Yes. There's going to be people left out. If you have a society that is non-monogamous, there's going to be people left out. They might figure out how to go barbarian on someone. So there's benefits to both pros and cons. But what we're doing is we're actually allowing women to go cross over into this hyper hypergamy, into this non-monogamy ethically. And then they're then going to push that onto men and say things like, well, you need to raise community. These men, these children need men in their lives. Let's go back to the women that are went to the spring break, that went to the spring break and came back, in their words, pregnant by men that they don't even know. And then you are going to have to do what? And that's you. You're going to support them. You're going to have to marry those women. They're still marriageable. This is them benefiting from a non-monogamous play. Let's go ahead and roll the film. I have to take the audio down because they're using copyrighted material, fair use. So here they are. They're partying. They're on spring break. Uh, as you can see, they're in full straggle mode uh, where they got, uh, yeah, they got their attire out. This is very South Beach of them. And they're having fun. They're they're committing Josie. They're fornicating with each other, I'm sure. They're fornicating with other men. They're living their best lives. Me and my friend on Miami spring break, and we came back pregnant, and we don't know who the father is. Guys, if they get married or if they participate in some sort of relationship where you're taking care of that kid, that is called polyamory. And it's worse because they don't even know who the father is. All right. But men are out here being dogs. Here it is right here. They got their things. They got their pregnant bellies. They're flossing and showing it. These are women. And by the way, this one's somewhat cute in this photo. She's very cute. She has a baby. From spring break, and she don't know who the daddy is. And they're putting this out here, guys. And dudes are still going to hit, and they're still going to push babies in them, and they will have two and three baby daddies. One they don't know, one they do know. You're supporting all of the kids. Uh, let's continue here. Uh, going up, there's the other one with her pregnant belly in a designer clothes, and there's her at her baby, probably a gender reveal party or baby shower. The They're very open on what they're doing nowadays. And this is what we're doing. Where do you classify these people? What do you do? I mean, it's, this is the world we live in. And uh, guys are, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me being a single mom? What's wrong with me doing this? What's wrong with me being a skis or a 304? What's, this is called hyper hypergamy. I know these guys that they got knocked up by. They're probably going to be highly selected on the marketplace. Where's she at? They're going to be probably tall, handsome, maybe a baller, maybe. I mean, multiple men skeeted up the club and shot up the club. If they don't know who the daddies are, that means multiple men shot up the club. Multiple men's sperms are having fights in their body. And highly selected guys, this would be like, like this. You'll, you'll marry this woman and the child that you enter the marriage with, that kid will go pro. <laughs> He'll go pro football. Right, he'll get drafted into the league. You'll be the stepdaddy. You'll he'll be Zion Williams. You'll be you'll be training the next KD and LeBron. And this kid gonna be an overgrown six foot eight. Can have the reach of seven foot two. He can jump out the gym. And you like, huh? But your kid gonna be goofy and nerdy. Your kid gonna be over there. <laughs> your kid will hurt him. <laughs> 
Your kid ain't going to kneel. He going to be slow on the damn spectrum. Your kid going to be on the spectrum. Your kid going to get cut from the sixth grade basketball team. Mm. And you're going to be like, damn. Hey, baby. Why my kid get cut? <laughs> why my kid get cut from the sixth grade basketball team, but your kid the star of the eighth grade team? Your kid dunking already on the eighth grade basketball team. And my son is the water boy. Hmm, damn. Looks like talent skips a generation. Yeah, that's because the people who shot up her body with the super sperm, he was six foot five. He was a baller. He was a rapper. He had money. He came from great genetic lineage because enough to skeet up the club in Miami by multiple men. What? <laughs> it's a cold world out here, as your boys say. This is the rise of the ethical non-monogamy. Any woman that says I'm a good woman and I deserve to be married and have somebody help me take care of these kids. And she went to Miami, got skeeted in by multiple men, and she don't know who the daddy is, but you take care of them is a form of you accepting, as we talked about, men will accept just having a partner. And they'll, be, they'll overlook it. That's polyamory by, at, at its best. And they push it because you guys are just horny. I'm going to give you another one. The rise of hyper-hypergamy, hypergamy. Let's go ahead and pull this down. I'm going to have to, let me see here. Since, since they're messing with me today, I have to share different tabs. Here's a woman dating selection. Let's talk about dating selection here. Dating selection. This is a woman who allegedly has a friend, a friend, who met a man who was everything she wanted, but she left him because his car was old. Let's go ahead and play this out. You know what? I see why the fellas is mad at us. We used to do better. So I was talking to one of my homegirls not too long ago. And she tells me she's met the perfect guy, right? She's like, he's great. He's handsome. Um, great job. All of that, right? Oh, Nobody's perfect, of course. But standard-wise, preference-wise, he met everything. All right, so you got a situation where, I mean, there shouldn't be a reason why she's not happy. It's lucky enough to find a guy who you think has everything for the moment, but it's never enough. I can always do better. I can always find somebody out there better. There's always something better. Let's continue. So then later on, she tells me and she's like, oh, I dubbed him. You know, he's just not right for me. And I'm like, well, what happened? Like, everything was good. Like, you were saying, like, this could have been future hubby. Like, it, like you was damn near on the right track for everything. Like, he was just matching up. You know what this woman tells me? She says, his car is old. And I say... Okay, what does that mean? That Now, somebody just said this in the comment section, and the, the hardcore truth about this is you can find the same her version of her 50, 11 times. The woman that's saying his car is old, but you're great. You as a man can find 50 versions of her. You can walk outside and turn in a circle. What she brought to the relationship, you can find in any woman. And I guarantee you, she wasn't all of that. You can find it. But here you are. She got everything. She got the perfect scenario. And she's like, eh. Let's keep it. Continue this. 
This is the state of the dating marketplace. What does that mean? She's like, well, he's been in his career for 10 plus years. He should have a brand new car. He should have something from this year. Like, why don't you have a more expensive car? Sis, sounds like he doesn't have a car payment. Sounds like he doesn't have um, an extra seven, $800 that he has to spend a month or how much ever a car payment is. It sounds like he's saving up money. What's the problem? Does it work? Does it have an auxiliary cord? Does it have heat and air conditioning? That's all I really care about. Do the windows go up and down? You know, for many women, that's not good enough. Trust me, <laughs> dude. For many women, that's not good enough. I know people be like, well, you have a 911, you have it easy. I have women hop in my 911, and they'll never have ridden in one. They don't even know what the hell it is. They just know it's somewhat expensive because people people are taking videos and pictures of me in it. They're like, well, this must be a good car. Some women jump in there like, eh, this ain't shit. I've been in a Lamborghini. This ain't a Lambo. It, the higher you go up the tier... And the older woman you pull in there and you pull in a 911, they'll be like, oh, I've ridden in 50 of these. Oh, I got, this ain't no Lambo. You think this is all that? I've ridden in a Lambo before. Like, this is what you're dealing with. Don't, don't think, don't think that the shit is an easy ticket. Some women will still be like, and? <laughs> Especially black women. Black women will be like, and? But they'll disqualify themselves. That's called intentional disqualification. They'll know they don't qualify, so they'll disqualify themselves by saying I wouldn't pick him even though he has the markers of wealth, which is dumb because the black community is devastated by picking bad men and creating and procreating with men who are not wealthy. And then they will say the men are broke. At the, they'll, they'll say black men are broke. They'll see you riding good. They'll disqualify you. And you're like, can't help them. You can't help these women. You can't help them. All right, let's continue. They'll call you broke and a dusty. But then you riding good and they'll be like, eh, they'll disqualify themselves. I don't care about this car. Yeah, you dumbass. All right, let's continue. Has it passed inspection? That's really all that counts. But you're worried about it being an old car? Really? You're going to pass him up because his car is old? Just little shit like that. that and by the way, if they see me with a white woman or a Latino coming out of my Porsche, then they're going to have smoke for me. They be like, look, he got them white girls and the Latinas. He won't have a sister coming out the Porsche. Well, that's because you turn up your nose at me when I pull up. I, I just wanted to throw that point up there, too. You disqualify me, turn your nose up when I pull up solo. But when I pull up with a five foot two Latina chick with some old perky ass titties and she's young, you're going to call me all kind of metaphiles, uh, uh, divestors. You're going to call me all kind of Uncle Tom Coon sellouts. Mm. All right. I do. Black men can't win. Anyway, let's continue. It explains why these men are sick of us. Because you could have a perfectly good guy with a good career. He takes care of himself. You know what I'm saying? Like I, everything that you could ask for. And it's just it's just not enough. But it's women like me. She that will love on y'all. I just want to let you know mm, that. OK, now she's trying to distinguish herself between that. But she's still single. She's trying to distinguish herself against this, but she's still single. And most of the time when you hear women do this, they'll be like, women like me, I'll love on you. But she still has top 20% men requirements. All right, just so you know, she still will say, and we caught Lauren Southern doing this. 
we caught many women doing this. Well, they'll be like, well, I'm different, though. I'm one of the good ones. I'll love on you. And then you start telling them, well, what are your requirements for a mate? And they'll literally eliminate 80% of the men. They'll do the exact same thing. Never believe this shit that she's going to say, but I'm different. She'll never come down to you 50% to your men. She'll never come down to you dudes that, 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 that she's saying, well, I'll take you with a 10-year car. She'll do it, but she still will make you say, she'll say things like this. Well, I'll take you as you are now, but you better work up to six figures. You better work up to it if you want to keep me. Nah, you're, you're not different, trust me. Because you would easily find you a damn Ruben Stutter right now. You would be walking around with big Ruben Stutter looking ass dude right now. And you're not. I got to get to these contributions here. Okay. We are out here. We out here. Stop paying attention to the materialistic women. Yeah. Oh, no, we different. No, no, no. We ain't like them other ones. We ain't like them other ones. <laughs> that's the only thing I can say to you, man. Nah, nah. Dude, bullshit. Let me get to these contributions, man. This is That's bullshit. Just so you know, if that was the case, these conversations would need to be had. All right. Super chats. It's actually crazy, bro. Yo, yo, yo. All right. Uh, no excuse. Rocky Cage. What's up, coach? It's funny how the community are mad. Oh, I got you already. He says, I'm mad at Deion Sanders like they wouldn't have done the same thing. He says, question, did you see the video of the Starbucks employee crying about working eight hours? Mm. Hey, we have a society. Our next story, last story is about our society is going to come to an end because we have weak people with voices. Mm. Of course, there was a, you know, weak people have voices, but they're not going to want to put in the work. ETC. Ready to work. Good afternoon, coach and the coach gang. He says, coach, I'm dying laughing over here. Are you saying that big women that can't fit in, fit on the ride are under the new definition of? I'm in a bind, Nate. Yes, they are in the bind. They want the ride to be bigger. Shout out to Bob. College girl is the solution. Always. Never feel bad about going down to the younger years, the tender years, and getting a little bit of fun. Is it perfect? No, it ain't perfect. But that's where I like to be. Teddy KGB, for most men, uh, for, sorry, for most XXs, men are their pastime. Most of them don't even have hobbies or their hobbies involve consumerism. We are their hobbies. Enjoy the ride and move on. Free agent for life. <laughs> Mask man coach, did you see the no jumper clip with Carmen Karma talking about how her husband allows her to have sex with other men and she pays all the bills? Yeah, one of the conversations about paying the paying the bills sometimes you get to do some crazy shit. Like that's the whole men will exercise our options. Just because you pay in the bill doesn't mean you assume the masculine. JJ Frost, I work with two women, one married, one single. Both are talking to and sleeping with several men. Okay. Yeah, somebody said women don't have hobbies. They hobbies are you. Their hobbies are you. You're you're fun. You're somehow going to bring out the excitement and anticipation. You're somehow going to get, you know, uh, is he interesting? Is he going to do anything? Is he going to put me on a helicopter? Is he going to take me down there? Is he going to do something fantastic? And they constantly just, yeah, they eat that shit up. All right, rational. And then if you have hobbies, many times they either see that as a good sign or a bad sign. If you have hobbies, they see that as money going to other things other than them. Okay, so they see that as something they're competing against. So if I say, yeah, I got a lot of hobbies. I do this and that, this and that. They'll be like, I'm out. I'm out. Some women will see that as an opportunity for them to exercise their options. Okay, when you're distracted with your hobbies, I'll have other men. Shout out to Rational Irrationality says we are headed to doomsday with these 304s. The price is wrong. It is what it is. Hey, I always tell you either adapt or be consumed. Adapt. All right, adapt or be consumed out here. If you're using old mindset, 
even the non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamy, if you're using an old mindset, for most women, I know there's traditional relationships out here, but there's also a lot of divorces in those traditional relationships. There's also a lot of hypergamy. There's also a lot of affairs. There's also a lot of sexless marriages. But if you're using old hat to accomplish new tricks out here, like I don't pay for women and I'm going to get them with my charm. Guys, just as many women that are sharing the top tier men, you're also sharing women. I showed you the sister that said I had the gym guy, the pipe guy, the work guy, the travel guy. I want men to understand, and this is what I want dating coaches to understand, is the whole the whole Casanova thing is dead. Let's go ahead and put it right here. It's dead. You know why? And this is the main reason why. Because the women you're getting are on the spectrum. You're sharing the same women. I don't care if you get them at the gym. I don't care if you get them at the restaurant. I don't care if you get them at the club. I don't care if you pay for them. I don't care if you meet them on your college campus. I don't care if you got them from Instagram. I don't care how you got them. It doesn't matter. They're all were on the spectrum at one particular point and somebody got them one of these ways or not. So what's the point? Well, I never paid and... <laughs> you did pay. That's another argument, but let's just take the I didn't pay off the table. All right, let's take that off the table. It's still the same women. It's still <laughs> you taking them from post marriage, you taking them from single motherhood, and then you run around here patting yourself in the back as if you're getting the women you're getting from a different source than the women that the other dudes are getting them from. Well, I don't pay and I don't get married women. I get married women. I get them from a source that you ain't getting them from. We getting them from the same source. So you saying giving this woman $400 is worse than you getting her for free when she been turned out and turned upside down and inside out by 50, 60, 70 other dudes and getting flown out tomorrow. And she bringing smelling like another man. She's smelling her breath smelling like another man when she showed up for you. Stop. Her breath smells like CGA at the club and you all in her ear. Her breath smells like my kids. And you're sitting there trying to convince other men that they did it wrong and you're about to do it right. Hey, hey, men, I'm, I'm going to bring men together on this one. It don't care how you getting women today. It don't. It don't matter if you using game, money, status, looks. It's all the same. It's the same group. <laughs> it don't care if you get married women, divorcees, single mothers, girls at the club, hot chicks with BBLs. You think you're the only one that got a hot chick? <laughs> you think you're the only one that got the girl with the big fat booty? You think you're the only one talking to her, Mr. Casanova? She being shared. You sharing her, bro. So it don't matter. Oh, well, I, I was the one that got her for free, though. And what? <laughs> dude, that is dead. The other dudes had to pay or use something else in attention and simping and cucking. It don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> you think it matters? Hey, dating coach, do y'all think that shit matters? I, I, I just have to say, do you think it matters? I'll spend plates. She's spending more plates than you. She got she got better looking women than you spending plates. Look, let me just say this. Attractive women 
attractive women that you're spinning plates on got more. She's spinning more plates than you. And she also got better looking girlfriends than you mm. and a sugar daddy. Come on, man. The days where girls are just dumb and you just go run some shit on them, you better be running them on 18-year-old girls. And even then. But if the girl's past the age of 22, I'm just letting you know. Stop the cap. Y'all all just staring at that. There's new sipping. Let me let me move on. Shout out to I gotta move on. Shout out to my man JT, Mr. J Taylor in the building shout out to the university of michigan and the detroit lions all right shout out to you all right detroit lions making a run jones g morning coffee from the corporate office keep your headphones on all right my man mr hawkins jay hawkins is in the building i don't know whether to say people's names on here so i try to keep you somewhat anonymous shout out to the real fit style says i think i need a coaching call coach hit me up coaching call is on and the full coaching Program is on to also on Patreon. Don't get scared. Shout out to uh, we're gonna call you CT Jones. He said, Shout out from Memphis Fire Coach, Memphis Fire Department in the building. Don't want to get y'all brothers in trouble. All right, where are we at here? Shout out to Preston. He says, Men don't slut shame. We love them. We love them. And by the way, going back to the forced monogamy, it has been women that have used the forced monogamy against other women more than men has used it against them but they will blame the patriarchy, right? Men force us into these situations? No, it's been women highly more that have slut-shamed other women before we got a chance. And that's because socially they've been programmed to do that, use that in a way to enforce you. Like, for instance, a beautiful woman moves into your neighborhood and she's single. What did women of the past do to ensure that their husbands would be protected against the new beautiful woman that moved into your neighborhood or your apartment? What would they do I'll let the coach gang decide. Travis Cook canceling someone isn't new. It's used. It used to be called exile. If you got out of pocket, your ass was put out of the kingdom to fend for your own guys. This is nothing new under the sun. We have to adapt. As a matter of fact, you're true. Even Napoleon was exiled. Somebody said gossip and shamed. Uh, somebody said called her a witch. That was true. Harlot. They called her names. Yes. What else would they do? They would make up rumors about her. They would immediately say, oh, there's a wonderful clip that I want to show about that. Oh, there's a wonderful clip that I want to show about that because you're right. Um, there's a clip on the TV show. What was the TV show called? Um, I can't remember. Modern Family, where a beautiful divorcee moves in and they're the couple's on a bike ride, the married couple's on a bike ride, and He's lusting over the new beautiful woman. And the wife makes up a clip, uh, make up, makes up a rumor and says she's sleeping with a lot of men at the school. That's a way to shame her and get the husband. But the husband doesn't care. But she used that as a way to uh, shame her. Make a rumor, say I'm married, ostracize, potentially feather, tar her. What they would do, what they would do is, and many people have been on the opposite side of this one. What they would do is they would, Try to pair her up with someone else. All of those things that you talked about is right are right as well. What they would do is try to set her up with another man in the community. They would say, hey, you be great with this partner. And they would try to set her up with and couple her up and pair her up. All right. So that's a way to get her into forced monogamy. 
So that way that guy can monitor and look over her. They would they would bring on another goofball and set her up. Hey, I have a new sister here. I have a guy right here. He's single. Look at him. He's 30. He's got a nice Porsche. They play Cupid. That's how women got over and set up other women in the monogamy. They role play. They, they set her up with another guy. Hey, this is a wonderful guy over here. And they try to get her off the market. Yep. So they that's how women subconsciously or subversion try to attempt to pair people up in monogamy so that her husbands are protected. All right. So just know the game, man. Just know the game. They try to pair her up. Let's see here. Let me see if I can find that clip of the modern family clip where Claire tried to. Oh, here it is. Let me see if I can pull it up. Dialogues of dialogues of movie and TV. So I'll have to find it on Instagram here really quick. Bear with me. But I'll show you an example of that. Let me see here. Instagram. Dialogues. Let's see if I can spell that right. Of movie and TV. This is just a this is a media example. This is a media example. Remember, we use media to demonstrate. We don't use it as a, a reference point. All right, let me see where this is okay it's uh why, why is it down here wait oh i found it all right i was about to panic again i'm on live television so this is what live television used to do i'm walter cronkite of this ish so here's the clip if you wanted to have a frame of reference here i'm gonna make it a little bit larger and i'll rewind it i'll rewind it okay let's see fair use i might have to fair use this because this is tv come on pop it up pop it up Oh, what's up? Okay, so here we go. So as you can see here, the woman has some big titties and she's in her sports bra. A wife is going to see this as competition. Wives are going to be like, oh, hell no. So let's roll it. There are you. Hi, Claire. Hey. Hey. Oh, okay. Hi. Um, This is my husband, Phil. Hi. And uh, that's my son, Luke, right there. This is... Desiree. Desiree, oh, right. Sorry. Hi. Desiree just moved in down the block. Fun. Where? 314. Oh, the two-bedroom cottage with the indoor-outdoor family room. Um, He's a real estate agent. Very good. I you're loving that steam shower. Phil. So there, there it is right now. The wife right now, the wife is like, so when women do this, this is called natural instinct and jealousy and envy. So she's going to go in there. She now realizes her husband sees the titties and the flat back and the woman's demonstrating and seeking attention. She's divorced or lonely just moving into a new neighborhood so wife is gonna go interfere she gotta run some interference let's continue it's creepy oh sorry <laughs> i'm a real estate mogul what no i'm a, i am a real estate agent um we caravan that house great uh deck thanks i'm so here it is so this is called choosing signals for you simps oh she choosing me just there till my divorce is final. Now, who is coconuts enough to divorce you? We got to go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So he like trying to run some game in front of the wife, which I don't say that you do. And yeah, she like, uh, honey. Uh, yeah. And he tried to say the real estate mogul. So, yeah, she right to get him in. But here's here's where it happens. But we'll see you around. Well, we'll have to have you over sometime. I'd love it. All right. Bye. Bye. She's awesome. No, we are never having her over. <laughs> so here it is right here. Yo, uh, hell no. You, she's never coming over. But look, if there's a handsome new man that comes over, oh, we need to have him over for dinner. But wives, they going to check that shit. Oh, hell no. Let's continue. Heard she already slept with two dads from the school. 
What? Mm -hmm. That's horrible. <laughs> hey, there you go right there. So one thing she tried to use is the fact that she's a whore. Oh, I, she slept with two dads at the school. And he's like, that's an opening for him. He's like, really? Hmm. Perhaps I'll make it three. Mm. Yeah. I'll play the clip in full just so you can see without interference. Uh, let's see here. Because people don't like when I stop. Hi, Claire. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi. Um. This is my husband, Phil. Hi. And uh, that's my son, Luke, right there. This is Desiree. Desiree, oh, right. Sorry. Hi. Desiree just moved in down the block. Fun. Where? 314. Oh, the two bedroom cottage with the indoor outdoor family room. Very good. But How you're loving you? that steam shower. Phil, it's creepy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm a real estate mogul. What? No, I'm a, I am a real estate agent. Um, we caravan that house. Great uh, deck. Thanks. I'm just there till my divorce is final. Now, who is coconuts enough to divorce you? We got to go. But we'll see you around. Well, we'll have to have you over sometime. I'd love it. All right. Bye. Bye. She's awesome. No, we are never having her over. Her she already slept with two dads from the school. What? Mm -hmm. That's horrible. He like, yeah. Oh, where that flat back at? Give me that flat back. All right. Shout out to Macaroni Tony, TJ Holmes, Emmy Yadoka, Return of the Mac artists. All didn't listen to Tretch. You put your heart in a part of, of a part that spreads apart. Don't do it at work. You put your, I, can't, I wish I could do the Tretch lyrics on that one. All right. Uh, let's see here. PayPal love. PayPal love in the building. And then we'll go back to Super Chats. And one more story. Hey, come on. What is this ish? You put your heart in the part of that part of the part. <laughs> All right, we got, uh, who do we got in here? Okay, we got, uh, yeah. Let me see if I can say your name, brother. All right, we got a brother here that has a name I might not say. Uh, let me see. It's Derek. We Derek N, we'll call you. He says, Coach, you and others have inspired me to get on my purpose at age 34. And now I make comedy songs and media revolving around simp culture. It was, I was wondering if you would possibly give a quick plug. All right, we got a unashamed, unabashed plugger here. But what I can't do, I can't do it mid-show because I haven't reviewed it and I don't want to get in trouble. He says, I would be even more honored to use the clip as part of your soundboard. All right, so I can't do it until I review it. So that's my thing there. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to do this here, but I can't play it uh, as a part of the show yet. Because I haven't reviewed it, but appreciate you, brother. He says this song is about paying your Jared jeweler bill on time, like all good men should. Obviously, shout out to Derek. In all right, next one. What do we got here? We got uh, AD Austin is in the building. He says those fat girls in LA will fall and break their hip and blame the club. That's why they don't get in. Yes. Walking around in high heels is not easy, especially when you got big feet or wide feet. When they'll blame the shoes, just like in Al Bundy's days, they'll blame the shoes. Shout out to my brother. He says Rasputia. This is a brother named Wes of Abel. I can't pronounce that, but it sounds like a Nigerian name. Rasputia from the movie Norbit going down the water slide. All right. Shout out to you on that one. That's a indicative of a woman going down the water slide that probably 
is not a good look. A.D. Austin. <laughs> We're going to talk about testosterone in a bit. A.D. Austin, Wilkes not walking through that door. The glory days are over. The glory days are over, guys, where you could just conquer as much peace leave as you want it, right, and not get in trouble for it or there's no leverage. Nope. The days where you could have 10,000 women and they all quiet, gone. Kaylin says, so basically it's okay for women to cheat, but not okay for men to do it, though men are biologically, physically, and mentally want to and can't have sex with multiple women. He says women can't love one man fully without having sex with multiple men. Unbelievable. Yes, Kaylin, you're going to be really messed up because you're looking for a virgin. You're looking for a virgin. So, uh, yes, once they figure out how to, guys, the, the control of media and the control of simps, have allowed these things to go forward. And men will overwhelmingly argue that I'm in the wrong. Shout out to Daylay. He says, I don't care how much money a man makes. If you are monogamous to a girl who's not a virgin, you're an idiot. He says, I was telling a young girl that I could go over an hour with in the bedroom and that I was wild. And this was after sweating like a slave, after going Superman in them guts. She laughed at me and said, she's got her guts terminated for six hours before. He says, I really feel sorry for all the good guys out there that want to uh, treat the princess right, quote, but feminism killed all the queens and princesses. Stop getting married. Guys, I tried to terminate this one chick. <laughs> this one ch I tried to throttle this flat. She was a Latina. I tried to throttle her and she was just like, <laughs> I was like, she was just like, I'm ready for the pounding. This is a young woman too. I was like, bruh. The days where you can be like, here's this Johnson. Here's this Johnson. Hey, ladies, speak up. Speak up real quick. Ladies, speak up. There's 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 still women that get sprung on Johnson. All right. There, there's there's still women, but I think they're not sprung on Johnson. They're actually trying to get the other things they're getting from you. What I'm going to tell you, ladies, you need to tell them. Is Johnson really enough? I know they're listening to me. Is Johnson End all be all. That's it. He put that he put that pipe on me like nobody else. In today's world, in the yesteryear's worlds, yes, but not no more. They they can compare it. Brenda said no. He says you chase I chase peaches away. All right. We got another woman. Delana says no. Brenda says it's not enough. Women can. Here's another thing I want to put on here. He says, not even yesterday, yesterday year. Uh, Crystal says, no, I can't. I can get it anytime. I can get, dude, they could get the best dude anytime. If they wanted a stallion, they could get one. Back in the day, they had to wait for a stallion. They could get a stallion right now. And, and let me tell you this. There's been ugly, fat women that had gotten put, they, they, they put it on this woman. And the dude had six pack. He was tall and smashed her. rounds rounds this woman got a whole drawer full of toys you can't keep up with you cannot keep up with trust me go to their drawer their bedside drawer pull out the drawer pull out the drawer and you're going to see toys vibrating twisting turning bigger than you think they're eight times bigger than you eight times bigger than you don't think you running in there i got the hog i got the pipe that's nonsense i can go an hour man dude I, like i told you i had this young girl i was like man i'm about to fold her ass up she was just sitting there taking it like 
she then went to another dimension. She was like, and I was like, you good? She was like, yeah, just, just go and have fun. Just use what you need. <laughs> I was like, all right, you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to fold that ass up. I folded her up, turned her legs crossed like this, turned her upside down, pushed her face into the pillow. She was like, yeah, you, you good back there? <laughs> she checked out. She checked out emotionally. She checked out. She's like, you need something? You need a little bit of something? <laughs> She's like, do what you, whatever you want. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. All right. I picked her up like Paul Orndorff. I, I pile-drived her into the bed. I was like, I'm about to get your ass rolled her over. I hooked her leg like this. I put her in a damn small cradle. She literally tied, she literally said, Soon as you roar, roar! She was like, I knew I'd get you. I was like, holy shit. I was like, are you sure you didn't love it? I didn't put it on you. She was like, you did good. <laughs> she was like, you did good. She was like, oh. I went over to my drawer and hand, handed her a, a face cloth. She was like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, can I get a ride back home? I was like, oh my God, whose future wife is this? She's like, yeah, that was nice and all good. Congratulations, you finished up. I knew you would. She was like, you took a long, you took longer than normal, but uh, I was like, I picked her up, whipped her into the rope, gave her the back elbow. I jumped on like Macho Man. I was like, oh yeah. And I jumped on, I dropped the elbow on her. Whoa, right in her throat. And then I stood up, I put my foot on her chest. It was like, count it out. She was sitting there like, she kicked out. She kicked out of my, she kicked out. <laughs> I was like, that was my big finisher. You kicked out. <laughs> but the funny thing is, she was like, hey, can I see you this week? She was like, I'll, I'll come over and see you. I was like, oh, I'm going to get her this time. <laughs> I'm going to get her this time. I walked in. Next time I walk in, I'm going to look at her ass like, ah, oh, you again. It's WrestleMania 58. Oh, yeah. It's the macho man, Randy Savage. I'm going to drop three elbows on you. She's like, just come over. Just, yeah, you know, just, yeah, okay, you busted. All right, here, here we go. Just give me some money, by the way. You know what I mean? Like, why do I keep I got money. And this woman is young, man. This woman is young. She been piped down viciously. She like, what? what? So here y'all go. Oh, coach, man, you ain't putting it on the right. Trust me. I didn't try everything. <laughs> I tried everything. I literally put her in the damn skull crushing finale. I was like, let me get that full Nelson trip that ass. Bam. She was like, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. <laughs> let me scorpion death dropper. Good guys. Women are bored just laying under you while you sweating in their eyeball and you pushing and shoving. They're so bored, they got to close their eyes and turn their head. You just over them with that vein coming out your forehead. <laughs> you like this, huh? <laughs> I'm putting it on you. You dripping sweat in their eyeballs. They like, oh, damn, oh, boy, you working a little hard on this one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, good, good, daddy. Give me to me, daddy. Give it, give me. Just, just hurry up and finish. They, they bored. They, they, they crossed that line a long time ago.
they cross that line anyway. Oh man, it's crazy, man. But you know, dudes be like, oh man, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna go and blow her back out. Okay. They've already trust me, they crossed that line a long time ago. All right, and some women like it, they'll use you for recreational purposes. All right, they'll use you for recreation. Okay, that's my back blowout guy. They'll go over there, get their back blowout. You bust in 15 minutes, and they're like, all right, let me just go on and go back home. All right, where we at? Jimmy ZTT, any man who thinks that the spring break girls will let you, average Joes, even hit that raw without a condom, without 10 condoms, are uh, living in delusion. He says, I'm also betting in 12 months, they will be back in Miami trying to get additional rounds of super soldier serum. From the top 20% of donors. Yes, they will, man. Ladies are quiet, but they'll tell you this. They'll tell you this. The days are all, hey, look, even your wife is like, oh, good boy. Oh, good boy. Did you get it? And you're like, oh, I got it. <laughs> good boy. And they be off doing whatever the hell they want to do. They be like, okay, good. All right, here you go right now. Here, here's the, here's the towel. Here's the napkin. Here you go. Wipe yourself off. I'm going back to go do what I do. And they be back on Instagram like this. They be back. Did you get it? You got your good, good, huh? Go and clean yourself up. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. They be back on their phone, like mm. just the scrolling. Yeah. Oh, look at this post right here. You. Did you see this post? Did you see this one? Did you? They showing you a post. You like, man? What the fuck? Don't you want to cuddle? Don't you want to cuddle with me? Aren't you sprung on me? Did I put it on you? Don't run. Oh, baby, you did good. You did good. I like when you do that to me. They back doing what they doing. <laughs> Kayla says that there anything men can learn from this or should learn from this is that 95% of today's women are sex only chicks. And guess what, guys? He says, guess why? They perfectly that's perfectly fine because women aren't worth the headaches when it comes to relationships. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, man. If you marry, you definitely getting sex like that. It ain't even close. If you marry, oh, that was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're going to get the hurry up. Damn, you're taking longer than normal. You just a pushing and shoving. You looking at everything. You biting your lip. You thinking the football scores. You like, damn, did the Packers beat the Bears again? You try to think of everything in the roar. You like to not roar. You trying to not think of nobody. You ain't trying to touch her body or nothing. Your face in the pillow. You just, I'm going to put it on her. Six minutes later, roar! You think women are looking for, you think women are looking for six minutes of sex? Six. <laughs> you think they looking for six minutes? You think they look forward to giving you six minutes of pleasure? They ain't just getting started, bro. You just, you just teasing them. They like, okay, now rub my love button. All right, do something extra. And you just, <laughs> get out, man. You get out, you hoardy 304. You just, Trying to talk down to them. Trying to talk down to them. They like. I bet you not. <laughs> you like gave me six minutes of pushing and shoving and think you didn't push me around. No, nah, man, dude, they need rounds. They equipped to do rounds. <laughs> All right. Anyway. And some women are trying to get. Oh, thank you. Okay. They gave you themselves. They think, you know, now you owe them. Now you owe me. I gave you six minutes of pleasure. You owe me the world now. Jorge says, morning coffee, CGA. Did you see the story of the OC principal that deleted himself after the second wife called the cops on him and threw him in jail? You're right again. He says, 
Keep saving lives. Keep preaching, brother. Love you, man. I couldn't figure out what that story was, but I did see that. I don't know what that was about. All right. Uh, let me see. Did I get the last one over there? Nope. It's KW. I try to do the last story. It's going to be a longer stream, I guess. KW says uh, you should uh, view Curb Your Enthusiasm clip with Larry and Leon. They're all in Larry's car. I'll summarize it. He says women have tons of toys. Argument is a hilarious one. All right. Shout out to you. Yeah, if you see what women have as toys, especially older women, guys, you're not drilling nothing. <laughs> not on the older woman. You're not drilling a damn thing. I had this older woman, flat back, soccer mom. She came over. I met her, and I was like, I met her on the dating app, met her at the Cheesecake Factory. She didn't want no dinner or no nothing. I was like, let me meet her at the bar at Cheesecake Factory. All right, it wasn't even for dinner. I was just going to have a hot chocolate or a drink. I was like, you want something? She was like, no. <laughs> I was like, you don't want no hot chocolate? You don't want a coffee? No drink or nothing? She was like, no. I was like, okay. And then she was like, mm, I'm going to get you. That's what she said to me at, at the Cheesecake Factory. She said, I'm going to get you. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, then go ahead and follow me home. I was like, let's just pack all of this shit up. All right. There's nothing needed here. She's like, I'm going to get you. I was like, okay. I have her follow me home. She went through the gated community, parked. She got out with a backpack. She got out with a backpack. <laughs> I was like, okay, here we go. I was like, what? She got this backpack. Oh, don't worry about it. We go upstairs. She opened that backpack. Zoop. Toys just the toys just are coming out. Handcuffs, blindfolds, furry handcuffs, bu bu uh, bunnies, bullets, all kind of shit. She just unpacking the bag like this. She's like, you like this? You like that? Like, holy shit. She was like, backpack, backpack, back chains, buzz saws, bu buzzing things, twirling things with lights and shit and USB cords. I was like, Lord, have mercy, this one. She was like, <laughs> she was like, now do this to me. And she took that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> these women are a trip, bro. Somebody said whips. Yeah, she pulled out all kind of shit. Gags, all. I was like, heels. She pulled out heels, lingerie draws. I was like, this. I was like, I guess this, she on one. She do. And guys, when I say they're choosing, they're choosing. She was like, I choose you. I was like, you want a drink? She was like, nah, let's just get to the crib. Let's get to what we doing here. <laughs> like, oh my God. All right. As long as you don't touch none of me on this shit, I don't want no parts of this. It's crazy, man. They choosing you. I mean, I've had so many women choose. They just choose. Yep, it's you. This one chick, she worked at the local university. She worked in like the administrative human resource office. She was a Bulgarian chick. She used to come over on lunch break. Take that. She slurp her, slurp up whatever she wants to go back. Then all of a sudden she added me on her fake book. I check her fake book. She married. And I was like, you know, I don't mess with married chicks. It's just like, oh, it's not like that. Don't worry about it. He's good. We just staying together for the family and kids and for looks. Don't worry about it. I'll still come on my lunch break. And she go back. Towel off. Go back to work. <laughs> I'm like, man, look, I ain't never getting no relationship. I was like, I can't do it, man. These, these hoes out here. And she was an older woman. I was like, man. I can't do it, man. These people ain't got no soul. 
And when it comes to men, they, they ain't got no soul, man. They ain't got no soul. And of course, it's in all women. But yeah. So anyway, let's get to this one real briefly. If you want to know where the state of society is going, uh, look no further than James Cameron here. Uh, I know we're over the three hour mark, but I promise you this will be pretty quickly here. James Cameron, director of Avatar, calls testosterone a toxin. Here's the response. And of course, the Internet world went in on his ass. Testosterone trended on Twitter on Sunday. And that's not because of the hormone had somehow paid eight dollars for Twitter. It says right here in Elon Musk. Got, OK, let's skip ahead. It says, no, that it, that didn't happen. Instead, the trending of this word was probably due to what James Cameron, the director, has told Rebecca Keegan in an interview for The Hollywood Reporter. It says there he had described himself as a previously a wild testosterone poisoned young man and labeled testosterone as, quote, a toxin that have slowly that you have to slowly work out of your system. Those statements seem to have riled up the testosterone of those who are apparently hardcore fans of the hormone leading to some I am an alpha manly man or this is a war on men responses that may have been a bit over the top. Regardless, Cameron's statement did seem to display a fundamental misunderstanding of the biology of the hormone and what it does. Not only that, here's the thing. I think he was trying to say in his best Napoleon Hill, you got to work through the building, the, the, the peaks of testosterone to become the man you need to be. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not going to paraphrase that. But it came out the wrong way. Saying that it is a toxin is misleading and indeed a war on men. In fact, you now have women that are using testosterone as a way to compete and guard against aging. Okay, so we can't call testosterone a poison. You have to look at it as low T replacement therapy is not only for men to revitalize and transform men's health. You're looking at women using testosterone replacement as a way to at least revitalize themselves and prevent from aging. There's some other great benefits to testosterone, particularly mood and quality of life. This is why men can be happy with far less than women can. This is why women can be given the world and still be unhappy. Okay, I'm not happy. <laughs> men can have far less and achieve great things with testosterone. Most of the great things that have been achieved in this world is because of testosterone. And it makes men push to be greater. This is why our society has evolved for the positive or negative. This is why we came out of Neanderthal, caveman, and barbarianism due to testosterone. This is why we build great things, achieve great things. This is why we have drive and ambition. And women don't. They don't have testosterone to fuel them. You can transmute, in the words of Napoleon Hill transmute the power of testosterone into achieving great things. And this is what I think James Cameron was trying to insinuate that he had to get that venom out as I views, get that venom out in order to focus on the right things. Right. And a lot of men in their twenties and thirties can't transmute the power of testosterone into great things. They actually fumble the bag. As we mentioned early, especially the lower economic run of society, which are black men, they can't take their testosterone and create great things. They can't. They will actually fumble the bag early on in life by chasing low quality women and reproducing with them. And they fumble their life in order to get the pats on the back as some sort of Casanova. See, I can get women, which is no longer an accomplishment. Getting women, in a sense, is no longer an accomplishment because I can get them in a variety of ways and I can get them and still hit. Right. I can get them with money. I can get them with looks. I can get them with talent. I can get them to fly in. I can get one or two. It's very relatively easy. 
And it's a matter of what line you want to cross in order to get them. Some men want to get them only with love. And you're going to struggle out here because love is the least form of way to get a woman. And matter of fact, if you by the time you get her winner over with love, she's been ran through by 30 guys. So it, it getting them that way is no form of social proof. I got them the right way because I'm a Christian. And did that prevent her from being a single mom? Did that prevent her from getting ran through previously? Did I prevent her from being divorced? No. Just because you want her with love, that's the worst way to get them right now because you're rewarding them for bad behavior. But anyway, back on this subject matter of testosterone, this testosterone is the great resource of the world. It is the one thing that separates men from women. It is the one thing that makes men great achievers and not women. And to belittle testosterone in the way that he did got people in their fifis. Got people in their fifis. And so you're hearing the great benefits of testosterone. We need to use it in a positive way. And there's a clip of um, 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 your boy. I'm not going to play it all because this is a long show. But um, your boy Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson talking about men should be monsters. This is a way to demonize men. All right, let's demonize men for what we naturally possess in our bodies. And now what women are putting into their bodies in order to compete with us. Let's demonize men for being men naturally. And um, not have you achieve, all right? And some simps are going to go for some shit like this. Men should be monsters. I agree with this. Not all of it, but let's go ahead and play Keep it. them sheathed will inherit the world. And that's mm. another thing I've been telling. Yeah, no kidding. That's, that's a lot a different, man. Difference. That's a big difference. It's so great. And so like one of the things I tell young men, well, and young women as well, but the young men really need to hear this more, I think, is that you should be a monster. You know, because everyone says, well, you should be harmless, virtuous. You shouldn't do anyone any harm. You should sheathe. That's Hafiz's argument. You should be humble and meek and mild and, and, and wonderful and love. No, no. The men who win in the society are monsters. They're ruthless. They're cutthroat. And they're getting a lot of women. Trust me. It's your competitive instinct. You shouldn't try to win. You know, you, you don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat and all of that. It's like, no. Wrong. You should be a monster, an absolute monster. And then you should learn how to control it. Do you know the expression, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war? Right, right. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Guys, men before us know that the great people who have conquered society, they've conquered it unapologetically. They conquered it masculinely. And they've now the, now the cowards and the revenge of the nerds are conquering it through digital uh, means, but they're still going to be the bottom line. You're still going to need warriors. You're still going to need men who are aggressive. You're going to still need men to be super ambitious. You're going to need men to put your ambitions above women. The men who put their ambitions below and put women above their ambitions, you're the fool. You're the fool. It's never going to work out despite the fact that you're going to say you need love in the end. And no, 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 you're an idiot. If you do shit like that, you're an idiot. You're a simp. That, that is the definition of simping. Let's get on to the rest of these comp contributions before we go way too far. All right. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to Joe Jones. Some women in high school don't like me now. When I go home, they're like, I wish his wife didn't come home with him. I guess I didn't have swag. All right. Yes, the swag is back. Again, that's a communitop thing. Of course, you know, you got the bicycle gang white girls that do shit like that. 
you know, but uh, swag is the definition. I heard one master teacher talk about that. Shout out to one master teacher. He was talking about uh, men in shoes, men in shoes, and particularly black men. You know, we take care of our shoes and we, you know, we brush the, we brush the dirt off our Nikes and, you know, we make sure our shoes don't get turned over. And he said in many other countries, they don't care about shoes like that. They don't care about shoes like that. And the reason why you might care about it is, number one, you have low economics to be able to afford multiple shoes. He broke that shit down. He says you don't have the economics to afford a new pair of shoes to be able to buy a new pair of shoes. So you don't wear it. Like when you have the economics, you don't care about your shoes getting turned over. You don't care about your shoes getting dirty. I'll just go get another pair. Okay. That's number one. So that's indicative of a community mindset. Number two, number two with the shoe thing is the idea that you have to maintain um, uh, these shoes in order to get swag points for women. Mm. You have to maintain. Now, some people collect for an art specific purpose, but most people say, well, they'll say this and don't deny it. The first thing a woman looks at is a man's what? Think about this. You've been trained and conditioned with this mindset. The first thing a woman looks at is a man's <laughs> shoes. This is a conditioning thing, and you think about that. And women will say, mm-hmm, shoes are everything. And your dumb ass will be out there shoeing. All right, now listen, I like shoes, but the idea that I got to preserve shoes and keep them, keep them right and all that shit, that comes from the idea that it's a low economic approach. Because you can't afford a new pair of shoes. You got to keep the shoes super clean and no creases and all that shit. And it's transmuted into the popular culture. And everybody's done it. Now you see the Asian uh, swag dudes doing it and the Latino. Now we've done it as a culture because we collect shoes for art. Right? There's some sort of art and prestige behind the shoes. When prior to that, that art and prestige is a direct descendant from low economic approach to shoes. All right, but it's interesting. It's an interesting offer. Yeah, Stacey Adams, now a later Gators, right? Your shoes matter. And if the guy got good shoes, they even make the shoes that are uh, two, two size bigger because the toe is two size bigger, mm. right? You know what I'm talking about, the big Stacey Adams with the extended toe. So to make toe, your foot look bigger because women somehow are looking at how big your shoes are and compared to your anatomy. Right, you know what I'm talking about, your toe. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody give me an idea. Well, I can't know what to do. Shout out to Henry Resilient says, What do you use for your soundboard? I'm using Stream Deck and Roadcaster. All right. Um, Puff Well says the EM people in my city are all very mid. The pretty ones probably don't overly advertise it, though. I get it. Yes. And I kind of made that point. So people who talk about economically non- monogamous most of the time there are women that are five six sevens at best okay the people who are the upper crust of women the flat bags the upper tier selection of women are doing economically non-monogamous but they're doing transactionally this is when we say they belong to the market this is when we say women are going to be purchased and transacted amongst multiple wealthy men so they're doing a form of economically non-monogamous but they don't have to say it because they do it they don't have to have a mate that accepts it. They have multiple mates that pay their bills. Mm. All right. Uh, Ship Jumper says most women don't realize the longer a man lasts in, with them in bed, the less excited we are about her peace leave. He says we can't. He says we get used to them and need variety. That's true, too. If I'm pounding away in this 15 minutes and I'm still digging, I'm going to need to think about somebody else <laughs> to get that roar. 
you know, the first two minutes, most people should be going. And I'm not saying this, this could be create an argument. Most people sensitivity wise. And most people, if they didn't have a lot of sexual partners, you'd be, you bust in two minutes easily, easily. If you don't, if you have limited sexual partners and you have great sensitivity around that area, you should be going in two minutes. Matter of fact, the first two minutes, the first two minutes, you're trying to prevent not to go. I don't care who you are. In the first two minutes, you trying not to bust. And that's all you're thinking about. First two minutes. Now, if you make it past that first two minutes, now you now you in a different zone, right? But you still try not to bust and you trying to, you know, you telling her to don't wiggle right. Don't move your booty. Don't shake your booty. Don't moan. Don't groan. Don't call me daddy. Don't whisper in my ear. Don't kiss me. You try to do everything as to not to bust first five minutes. Now, once you pass that crest, once you pass that crest, you're kind of in emotion and you're the sensitivity you've adapted to, you've locked in. Okay. Once you get past 15 minutes and she start drying up on you, and she you can start feeling her disengaged, meaning this is taking quite a long time. Some women don't want 20, 30 minutes. Some women do. Some women want an hour. Some women only want it to last 20 minutes. Some women get uncomfortable past 10 minutes because most men she's been with has busted in less than 10 minutes. So she's starting to get like, mm, she might disengage. She might not be breathing as hard anymore. She's So now all of a sudden, it's a matter of who's going to get what. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's a whole, that's a whole nother subject. There's some women that want, there's some women that want and prefer rounds as opposed to 40 minutes consecutively. They start to swell up. They start to get desensitized as well. So some people will say, some women will say, give me, give me four rounds, 10 minutes apiece. She'll be happy. All women are different. Some women will want you to be hour long strong. One, one round. It's all different. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Yeah. Somebody said rounds. Some people, some women want rounds and they don't want them to be necessarily long lasting rounds. All right. They'll be completely fine. Six rounds. Uh, shout out to Jay Cool. He says, Coach, this is why I think of that as the final destination for the last five minutes of an hour. <laughs> All right. All right. The final destination. All right. We still got a couple more contributors. Oh, oh, oh I think we we're about to wrap it up, man. All right. Let me see. Let me check Venmo. Somebody said two packs of honey. If you are a guy that wants to last long, I would say jerk off before you meet the woman. <laughs> All right. Get that first round out before you meet with her. Then you'll be ready for a long round. That's all. Preston says men don't slut shame. We love them. All right. I got that one already. Macaroni Tony dudes be hitting them with that first five minutes of funk Houdini style and the things they do something or think they do something. Yes. They're thinking they're doing something. Five minutes is nothing to a woman's anatomy. He says, meanwhile, she got a toy from the mold of a horse Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Five minutes is doing nothing. All right, trust me. If you've ever been married or cohabitated a woman, five minutes is nothing, bro. Not to them. Not even 15 minutes. To most, they still talking, asking you questions, rubbing taco meat on your hair, on your chest. She she like, she having a full-on conversation with you afterwards. She's like, you good? She might cuddle up with you. And she might be just, hey, uh, so uh, you ever think about taking a trip? 
You ever think about going on vacation? You ever think about doing this and what you thinking about and what you think? <laughs> All right. She asking, okay, uh, when you going to be ready for the second round? You're going to be like, I'm good. I'll pump and dump these holes. You're going to get out of there. Of course, you're going to be like, I still hit it and I got mine. Oh, you leaving already? Uh, okay, I thought you figured maybe we can get a round two of this. And you walking out like you put in some work. You put in zero work. All you got was your bus. That's all you got. So you didn't pump it. Technically, you pumped and dumped nothing. Mm. But in your mind, I went in there and I pumped and dumped her. 15, sec 15 minutes, bro. Nah. <laughs> You put in zero unless you had, you know, her leg up on the head, on, on her head, up on the arm, up on her toe. Unless you had her bent over and folded her over viciously. Unless she took a nap. Let's start qualifying it. You have to have her take a nap, fall asleep. In order to qualify as a pump and dump. She must fall asleep, sleep snoring, and you sneak out and she don't wake up. That is going to be a pump and dump from here on out. <laughs> you're gonna have to have her going holy moly somebody took their testosterone shots you know what i mean and you just dip out put on your shoes tip, 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 and she don't wake up because that's what i'm about doing i'm about to try to put your ass to sleep and sneak up out this damn thing all right shout out to y'all man look let's get up out of here shout out to the coach gang appreciate all the support all right uh, ladies, support men out here, support men being men and stop criticizing men and using what we want, using our sexuality, because this is how we populate the earth. This is how we enter in relationships and stop using our sexuality against us and testosterone and so forth and so on. OK, you use that against men and then 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 you want men to be men. By the way, men be men. Trust me, being anything other than men, you're not getting a reward out here. You're getting leftovers. Shout out to the coach gang. We out. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.